Hey everyone, welcome to the Earn Five Star Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Voles, Site Manager, Emperor, Supreme Warlord, and Defender of the Faith over at OneFootDown.com. Joining me once again is the Commissioner Jude Seymour and the Chief Inspector, Brendan McElinden. Guys, I gotta tell you, I don't know if I've had more direct responses to a podcast episode than the last one we just did. Yeah, I think uh, like email, like email, emails, DMs, like and I don't even know, I don't even know if it like it, like as far as like download numbers wise, it it did anything more, but certainly it touched a nerve with some people out there. Maybe many nerves. Uh, what what part specifically uh, were people upset about? Was it the fact that you pre-gamed an expensive family dinner with the Coney dogs, which is insane? Or was it uh, <laughs> your discussion of buying uh, lead-painted butt plugs off of a Chinese uh, warehouse site? Well, let's put it this way. No one was specific. There wasn't, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even compl- – it wasn't even really complaints. Yeah? It was just like that – one one message was, you know, this is the most quotable episode you guys have ever had. And I was, I was try, thinking back, like, what was going on in the episode? And I think I was just randomly coming up with thoughts in my head. Yeah. And yeah. and that was just uh, – the butt plug situation was just totally just a picture staring at me in the face of a ring in a ring box that looked like a butt plug in a butt. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, you squint real hard. It's like that picture of the person to like squint, and you can see that he's wearing sunglasses, and you squint, and it's like sure enough, you're wearing sunglasses. And of course, the first thing when I open up Facebook and see after that podcast episode was a picture of a butt plug. I mean, it is all based on your browser history, so <laughs> it's just. Uh, but it also is amazing. listening, so it, uh, I did. Hey, I did want. I do want to ask you because I've been holding my breath. How's them bit of honeys, my man? Uh, I had my very first bit of honey um, when I op- I I when I thought a bit of honey uh, to be full disclosure, I'd never eaten one in my entire life. Uh, my wife didn't even know what they were. Oh my uh, god! I mean, we're both thirty eight, so um, you know. You should, when, so you should, you're in the realm of you're getting bit of honeys for for Halloween. You don't you don't get a oh, free pass like someone if they were twenty four. I I recall seeing them uh, as a child and immediately throwing them away, same as those black and orange candy things. Oh God, that both mistakes, both mistakes. Well, well, so I tried one. Um, it it tried to take uh, my filling and uh, run with it. Yeah, uh, it did not it did not succeed, thankfully, um, but. <laughs> It was good. I was I was kind of surprised. I'm not a big taffy kind of guy. Like, it, is it like almond honey? Yeah, it's like a taffy? it's like a it's like a honey almond taffy in a way. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It's spectacular. There's a reason these things stick around forever. It's like it's like Paps Blue Ribbon. Well, I think <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon sticks around for hipsters, right? They're, which is they un- really which like is un- well, which is unfortunate. It's not unfortunate because if it wasn't well, for I, them, we wouldn't have PBRs. That you know what you got a point, and I've been drinking Paps since high school. So yeah. that's before hipsters were even uh, became a thing again. Hipsters are there's different time periods of hipsters. They come and go. 
Uh, hipsters really came about when when I was you know in high school. This when they start like you know the early two thousand. Yeah, it's funny. Like like started popping. Like Jude, what do you like hipsters nowadays? Like I don't remember like having that specific type of of subset like in the mid late nineties. Or maybe they were. Maybe there was, and I just ignored the living shit out of them and didn't care. I don't. I don't know. Do I mean, the, to the chagrin of hipsters, they weren't mainstream yet. That's <laughs> right. I maybe, mean, hip, to their maybe chagrin. that's it. Maybe that. Maybe that's why I, <laughs> I completely ignored certain people in college. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, mean the set, I, I was coming from Hicksville for Christ's sakes. I think hipsterism uh, is, is hard to define when you're in high school or college, though, because. The like the hipsters are the people that are like too oh, cool college super easy. too cool for the things that you're doing and everyone's sort of doing the same thing right so I have all of my interests um, in that time period were hipster interests like I was very hipster uh, tangentially hipster um, in that I liked uh, you know the fan- Criterion Collection movies. Um, that, that, that makes someone hipster. Okay. I guess yes. I was hipster then. Yep. I, I like indie. Well, rock. well, well, I mean, I think it's like, you can like things that hipsters like, you just can't like all of the things that fall in the hipster category. <laughs> That's what makes you get like, there's like, there's gotta be a number. Like if you there's like 10 categories and if you're into like three of the 10 categories, that doesn't make you a hipster. But if you are into like eight of the 10 categories, you sir are a hipster douchebag. If you're fixed gear bike, um, you know, the 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 oiled beard, curly mustache. Uh, but I mean, like I, I check all of the boxes for for hipster things. Right. I liked craft beers. I liked uh, black coffee. I like uh, indie did rock. You smoke clove cigarettes. Uh, I did. But see, that's but see, that's the thing. I've been drinking black coffee since I was in high school. Like, yeah. I'd rather have a cup of black coffee. I think the the distinction then becomes uh, where you enter into hipster territory. I like all of the things that they like. The difference is is that I wasn't a douchebag about it. And if somebody liked it, if somebody liked something, I wouldn't say like I liked it before it was cool, which is you know. Oh, the, okay, the okay. Smug. That's that's what differentiates. Also, you, does it is it also mean like you're not making it part of your, like your life? Like it, it doesn't define like because I drink black coffee and Pabst Blue Ribbon, uh, it doesn't define who I am. Right. 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 Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, like um, I can I can still think that like like indie rock is shit. Right. You can do you can. It, it's sort of like you can be, you know, a vegan or you can like CrossFit and that's perfectly acceptable to do. But when being a vegan or liking CrossFit becomes your entire personality and you're like a jerk about it and you have to let everybody know that that's who you are, that's where – Yeah, when, that's you're into where, weird, when you're into weird gatekeeping, right? Yeah, yeah. Hipsters Gatekeep, definitely yeah. – yeah. gatekeeping yeah, is a big part of hipsters, yeah. And I, I, didn't, I didn't have that. There's, there's more than a ton of that going on right now well, I mean, across all – different uh, little subgenres, but like lately, I don't know if it's just the algorithms or what, but a lot, a lot of star Wars gatekeeping going on right now. And I'm a little, I'm a little there needs over. to be, there needs to be more star Wars gatekeeping. Cause there needs to be less, <laughs> there needs to be less star Wars. I think that, um, Disney su- super saturated the market 
Well, and I, so, think, yeah, I think you need they to were making, there were some solid points being made. Like, so who's the, who's the person in, in charge of all this? That Kathleen chick? Uh, Kat, well, Kathleen Kennedy was, but yeah, she well, gave it over to Dave uh, Fiolini, who was, I think that's, that's how Filoni. And he's yeah. the guy that, that did Clone Wars and Rebels and he did all of the, the animated yeah, stuff. Every, everything he does is pretty much gold. People enjoy he, it. Yeah, except for the last like season he, of Mandalorian. Well, well, the Book of Boba Fett was pretty bad too. But Book of Boba Fett was also not. I thought last season of Mandalorian was fine. Boba Fett was really a turnoff. But like, the, because South Park went after her, it's kind of kind of like uh, made it a bigger thing. But like, they made a point of like Star Wars while she was in charge is just <laughs> is just like it's the same great. thing. It's the same thing over and over again. And more of it. Yeah. Like the, the whole thing about the, the dark haired female protagonist, like it's the same character. Like it's, I don't, it's the, it's the same character through and through. Like it's, we're going to do the same story and just have different colors of (laughs) chips. Senator Palpatine's back somehow. (laughs) Love the whole, I mean, Love it. What's so good. What's great. What's great is because every person what has stood the, the test of time is the prequels, which, you know, that's funny. It's got drug and the, I drug it. And now well, I look back on them like lovingly because no, no, no. Phantom Menace is still pointless, though. You can you no, can no, you no, can no. still. What are you saying? That Are you saying that the movie about a trade federation and trade disputes uh, doesn't have applicable? uh yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I'm also saying that the pod racing ha- has no further purpose. And in fact, the stories are did a lot you, better. If which it should be. It's just fun. It's just fun. You pod never did you play the pod racing video game, though? Because that was that was awesome. dope. If you never dope. see young Anakin interact with young Padme, then the second movie is far less creepier. Yeah, true. But I mean, I just think I think clones overall is I mean, I think one is better than two. And three that is, I have changed. Three is legit. And I changed good. my mind. Three is le- is legit good. Um, what I <laughs> love, it, what I what I love is the fact that Hayden Christensen took shit like a lot of like terrible shit for his you know p- for the role he played as Anakin, and like like so much so that like it basically killed his acting career. And he's not a great actor as it is, but if you really look back, like he played the role like kind of perfectly. But at like a Comic Con a few a few years ago, he got this huge fucking ovation. Yeah, and it was like finally like like the affirmation of what he, what he did. Like he ended up a lot better now. than the right. poor Jake Lloyd though. Jake Lloyd, uh, I mean his what life went off Jake the rails. Uh, don't don't look it up. It's tragic. Oh, that's, oh yeah. yeah, yeah it is. Okay. And the other one that's bad is the actor who played Jar Jar. That guy's tragic too. I mean, no one survived. There's only two people that survived that movie. Um, Ewan McGregor and uh, Natalie Portman. Everybody else just in flames. That's I'm uh, I'm trying to think of who else is in there. But Jake Lloyd was great in uh, Jingle All the Way. The greatest modern American uh, uh, Christmas. You know, it's funny because they they Amazon just has this like new movie with Eddie Murphy coming out that's like Christmas theme, and I was like, this is either a Santa Claus reboot or a Jingle All the Way too, and it was neither. 
Hey, you know what? You know what we were talking about? Well, we know we were talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I last episode I totally fucking forgot. Like uh, talking about the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time, and that's Son in Law. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Plane Trains and Automobiles because that yeah, is. Yeah, I think Son in Law is better than that, but that's just a person. That's just like a nostalgic take on my part. Because I mean, really, the, both those movies came out around the like within five years of each other, right? Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So I maybe I remember them when they came out. Um, so, but just nostalgia wise, you just love the you just love the weasel. I did. I mean, it's it it's a it was it's a funny story. And Cena, the Cena man's the only uh, Polly Shore wor- movie worth rewatching, as far as uh, what about uh, no, so. hold up, what about Goofy? No, but son in law, what's what is oh, her what? name? What's the actress's Shanna name that plays the son in law? Because uh... she's still around and she's still smoking hot, like she does not look the diff- any different. Um, Carla Gugino, oh, yeah, she's like City, oh, yeah, yeah, she's she's like a um, like Jennifer Connolly in a way. Like she never, or she's just kind of like she's gonna have like three, like oh, she's uh, of sameness. She's in um, what's his name? Um, uh, she's in a lot of things. Uh, All she's in all the Mike Flanagan uh, TV shows. She's in all of the um, Haunting a Hill House, uh, Fall the House of Usher. She's in all that. That's what she do now, dude. Carlo Gugino is. You just have to watch Sin City, and then you're in love. You're in love with for the rest of your life. Well, yeah, her and um, haunting a blind man. Uh, what's her face? The uh, the French girl. Ava Green. Is that her name? I'm going to think of somebody else. Mm, don't know. Mm. Are you talking That's about um, Marion uh, yeah. Cotillard? The lady from... Uh, the the French lady from uh, Inception. Oh yeah, uh, she was an Allied, right? She's in uh yeah. What else was she in? She's in uh, some other stuff. No, I don't. How maybe I'm wrong here. Gonna, that, she was awesome too. You know what I'm talking about? What? She's in what? Uh, the woman, the uh, woman from Ex Machina. What was her name? Oh, uh, oh yeah, she's good too. This is scintillating podcasting. There's, oh. there's some. By the way, there's some dude who's just screaming at me right now, and he's like, "Right, no, that's fine. That's I fine. I can't believe you can't remember. They'll get, they'll get over it. <clears throat> I can't believe you can't remember. Uh, French lady, Alicia uh, Vikander. I mean, what, uh, what? What's the Italian chick that's in the Matrix? That's just oh, fantastic. Car- Not Carrie Ann Moss, right? No, 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 no. The no, the the curvy, the gorgeous. Uh, what's her? You're talking. Are you talking about the Matrix, or are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. No, Matrix. Uh, but yeah, Matrix. He, she's, she's the Frenchman's wife. Uh. I don't know, man. I haven't seen Matrix in like 25 years. Oh, God. That's a, I've had a couple of rewatches of that. <clears throat> Matrix 1? Was it um, 1? I don't know. I don't or was know. it Reloaded? I don't know. The, the other two are... 
nonsense. I, I think I saw like the first three in the movie theater. It was there three I saw the first three in the first. There's three. They made a fourth out a couple one. years ago that I never saw. Right? Yeah, I didn't see that one either. No, no thanks. Nope. Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. There you go. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. Did, that was that was After the Hades Mandolin, right? Never mind. Yeah, she's yeah, she's uh yeah, that's that, that's goodness right there. Anyways, I'm not sure what this podcast has revolved around. We're talking about smoking hot waitress or waitresses, <laughs> hipsters, uh, smoking hot actresses, hipsters, and butt plugs. I mean, this is this is what this is what seven and three gets us, I guess. Yeah, I mean, seven and three gets you that, and it gets you a uh, an all exclusive paid. Uh, trip to the Pac-12 network for your final game of the season. Oh my god. Yeah. Is that is that just going to be a I need to sign up for a free week of uh Fubu? Fubu, Fubu, Fubo, whatever. Too well, you could also Mr. Yeah, Allen, you can get a free week there. I think if you own a Samsung Smart TV, it's already hey. built in to oh, your Samsung that. Smart TV or not Samsung <laughs> Smart TV, your Samsung Smart refrigerator. Sorry. Oh. Yes, I would. I would definitely watch a whole game on. I'm going to watch a game on my refrigerator. You know yeah. what? If I if I had, I'm telling you right now. If I did that, if I had that, I would do that, and I would record the whole goddamn thing of it. Of you watching it, or just Have watching you, it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I would. Li- I'd live. St- I would live stream me watching it on the refrigerator. <laughs> you know what, though? All kidding aside, uh, a, a, a pirate stream that you set up, and we uh, we spread the word around. Probably, probably could do some numbers. Could do some numbers, yeah, yeah. Do some numbers on your I mean, on your refrigerator. It, and you know what? They might it, not even be mad. Para, at it. Does, like, I'm not mad. Does Periscope even exist anymore? No, no. It yeah, I think right. No, no, no. It doesn't exist. I remember. Wasn't that too, how we? Wasn't that how we watched Oklahoma Army? Was Periscope? Oklahoma Army is the one yes. that I watched on Periscope. And yeah. a lot of MMA fights, like the the night uh, Holly Holm uh, knocked out Ronda Rousey. I definitely watched that on Periscope. I mean, another yeah. good suggestion was one that I got that I got from Doug Farmer a few years ago, and I love it. And it's that Uzu, U Z Z U, and you could for seven dollars a week, and it doesn't automatically renew, so just seven bucks. But you any sports, all sports, so it's it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing to use. Like in a lot of different times where you can like just watch a bunch of random shit. Baseball season is great. Like there's a big time. Here's a not big. Like Detroit Tigers are in a been a big time baseball game in the last decade, but if there's a game I really want to watch, like all right, I'll watch that. But now I have Tiger games for sure for the next you know week, and I'm only paying seven bucks for it, which is nice. Get on the bellies. Because any subscription I'm going to forget about for like five months. My wife, my wife, did a sign up for a resume uh, thing. It's like twenty five bucks a month, uh, like six months ago. Ooh, I keep forgetting to cancel that. I keep forgetting to cancel oh, that. Boy. And I don't even think she used it. To be honest with you. Oh, she sure shit so didn't need it. <laughs> but I, but when it pops up on the, you know, check the bank account, you know, every other day or whatever it is, and then I'll see it. Like, it Son is. of a bitch. There it is. It's too funny. That's the only good thing about losing like your debit card or some shit like that is you don't have to go back and cancel everything. So you're you're exactly those guys that they have sit down in front of the computers and they're like, how many subscriptions do you have? And you're like, I, I don't know, like three. And they're like, you have 38, including two Netflix. Oh, oh, for sure. You're the mark. For sure. Yeah, you're the mark. At, at one point I was paying twice for fucking HBO and didn't even know it. 
so rough. No, I'm in, dude. I am not. I am not good with these things. Like I should not be allowed to run a household. But yet here I am. There you are, running a household. <laughs> running a household and a what? An, uh, an eighth grade defense. Seventh grade defense. Sure. Fifth and sixth grade, uh, no, right? No, fifth and, fifth, and sixth, fifth and sixth grade defense. <sighs> What's great is I don't I don't even talk about coaching. I am off, gentlemen. I don't I don't get back. I don't get put back on the clock <laughs> until the draft in, in February. Yeah, that baseball season is like, going to catch you. Yeah, three this, months. This is like heaven right now. I drop Ryan off to basketball practice. Dylan's got wrestling coming up. Here soon, I'll drop them off, and I fuck. I'm hands off. Got no say. Don't care. Do we know anything about the extent of the Sonya Citron injury tonight? Oh, that's not good. No, I do not know the extent. I know they beat the living shit on Northwestern. Yeah, one ten was like the most points they scored in like twenty years. It's crazy. Uh, well, did they go down like eight nothing right off the jump? Yeah, it was eight nothing off the bat. Uh, I'm sorry. Are we uh, are we stealing uh, Greg's thunder here? <laughs> I don't know. No, we'll probably hear about it on the on the Dare the Mayberry podcast. Well, I, I need I mean, to he, uh, Dimes on Dimes. He's invited to join us. He's on the call. <laughs> he's on. He's true. He can pop in at any point. Well, anyways, prayers up to Sonia Citron. Yeah, it didn't look. It did not look You know who Sonia dates, by the way. Say what? Do you know who, who she dates? Who, who her boyfriend is? No. Maris Leofel. Look at that. It's got to be the hair. <laughs> it's, it's the hair connection. It's got to be the hair, which is, a, I mean, I mean if, marvelous. I, just, I wish Maris would make it to the league so that Troy Palomalo could just pass the torch to the head and shoulders endorsement deal to him. So. Well, he's got it with uh, with Patty Mahomes is his current. Uh, yeah, but Patty Mahomes, that's a that's not a real that's not a real hair right there. Uh, yeah, but Patty Mahomes' hairstyle is the hairstyle of every boy of the, between of the, the generation of, yeah. of twelve to eighteen. It's the look I got from my from Ryan, oh, because I just took him for. They needed a haircut badly. Was it last week or yeah? I think last week. It took him in, and the looks I was getting from him because. It was not the Patrick Mahomes. Was yeah. it, it, it could have killed somebody? I mean, and all I can say is like, you know what? Fuck you. You know, I didn't have that grade of hair when I was a kid. Ryan's got fucking fantastic hair. It's marvelous hair, thick, luscious, beautiful hair. And I had never. I all I had was like this thin fucking straight shit. Same with Dylan. Dylan's got to suffer this. He's gonna suffer the same thing. So you don't gonna just do your own thing under my roof with that hair, you bastards. Seems, seems mildly spiteful. You think? <laughs> <laughs> it's it is marvelous hair, but you gotta like I gotta cut the 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 back of his neck like every other day. Like it just grows and it's just like jungle. Yeah, my it's my like oldest mad. son. Is- hair is out of control but he won't let us cut it and he has he has a lot of emotion tied to that hair it's crazy it's crazy well the Every once in the a while baseball we get it shaped at least uh, yeah the baseball hair is a big is a big one right now too like it's it's like the bieber but like on steroids yeah that's exactly right that's a that's a great explanation of what it is the bieber but yeah. on steroids 
Yeah, that Alabama yeah, a lot, haircut. A lot of kids uh, at uh, at school got that shit going on. There's actually one. There's one kid. It's she's. He's in my daughter's class. He's a freshman, and he's got kind of like the same type of hair as. It's funny. His brother, who's in the same. I don't know. I don't think they're twins, but they're in the same class. Uh, has got like kind of like I think thicker curly hair, and he's got like this straight fine hair, kind of like me and Dylan. And he grew his shit out super long. He just looks super seventies. You know, he's a freshman and he's growing out like this little. He's got this little mustache starting off. You know, so if you look at it from a distance, you could. It's just like that kid just walked, walked here from nineteen seventy three. It's 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 a fantastic look. It's great. I just hope he doesn't have the same uh, the same pants that uh, members of Traffic had on the uh, back of the Little Spark of High Heel Boys album because they had that hair, but those pants, oof. Let's see what, what they were that, packing. What's that dude's name? Oh, uh, fucking Pre, uh, Pre Fontaine. That mm-hmm. look, you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean. I mean, I mean, Hartman fucked up shaving that beard, and he fucked up twice as much shaving the mustache. That's why we lost at Clemson. I mean, if you're gonna, you know, you're not, you're not wrong. I mean, you no, I'm not it, wrong. And they lost. Yeah. I don't think these things not are being talked about, about enough. Yeah, that's not enough. They're not. not enough people are talking they're talking about, about like that. they're talking about things like play calling and <laughs> whatever. That's kind inconsequential. of no, that's inconsequential. No, inconsequential. No, we're I talking about kind of... the real things that matter, and that's superstition and well, I was gonna... facial hair. Right. So I was going to ask you guys. That kind of like, reminds me of something I wanted to talk to you guys about. You know, there's nothing in the Bible about play calling, but there sure is a story about a man who cut his hair named Samson. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Verbatim. Last I checked, this is a Catholic university. And uh, why Why are you going against the scriptures? Yeah, why? So I wanted to ask you guys, though, about, about something. Speaking of inconsequential. You know how, like, in the past, like, the green jersey game shit used to be, like, the massive thing? And we never got much of that, oh, no, uh, fate will kill us before Ohio State game. And then we lose. And you still didn't – I still did not hear a whole bunch about the – I mentioned, I mean, I mentioned like, that I think on the post-Ohio State podcast. Right. That but then we, again – We didn't hear we'll it. We'll never see the green again, though. No, I think it's – no, I think that's I think that's incorrect. Just like we have been asking for years for the all-whites, right, Brendan? Like I know you and I specifically – I mean – I said just throw on the white pants, right? Yeah, when so they came out with them against uh, uh, which I'm gonna call it uh, BYU, I was yeah, like that. So, those white pants need to be in the rotation. So here we are, two games this season. We get an all green and an all white, which are some of the f- most fire photos you'll uh, that I have in my arsenal that I can barely use because they're losses. Yeah, but no one really talks. Like no one's blaming the white pants. Like even like the most ridiculous person. And there, I know you, there's plenty of them out there because I get the the messages in the yeah, notifications. You're on Facebook. You're on Facebook, so you get. Oh that. yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. I get I get like the Uber like yeah. Uber shit going on. Uh, no one's really t- saying anything about it. I, I I feel like this isn't a thing anymore. Now, I feel like somehow a switch got turned where no one is going. They're not going to base our jersey like what we're going to wear based on past. Uh, uh, like you're not performance, but like like superstitions. 
You're not saying that when Al Golden looked out at the field and because the Irish players were wearing green and it matched the turf that he couldn't count correctly the number of guys that were out there because it was green (laughs) and green. (laughs) Well, considering they did it against Tennessee State when they were wearing blue jerseys, I think there was something else going on there. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I I feel like like some of these things that used to be kind of like the battle cry for the people that are like insane, like are, are becoming more and more non-existent. So no, I, I fully believe we'll see the all whites and the all greens again. Like the losses in the all greens, the I loss we'll had nothing. The, to, jersey, but. the loss had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Maybe they won't do the green pants again. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe not. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's, Hey, that's the, that give me, give me the but, white listen, jersey with the green pants. When man. they, when they, when they rolled out the uh, green jersey with the blue numbers, immediately everybody bitched about the blue numbers being too hard to read. And yet it took them, what, four years to change, to change it. So maybe we'll get the all greens for the green outs. Maybe. I, I mean, one of the, re- like, it's, it's the same reason why when you change your NFL jersey, um, there's like a step, you have to keep the Jersey design for X amount of years and it's contractually with the, uh, in the NFL's case with, um, Nike because they don't, but didn't they, they change that rule though? I don't didn't think they just so. change that this year. Not for your primary, for your alternate, you can do whatever the hell you want. And maybe, maybe that, that's a thing, but I think with, with NFL teams, you can't change your, like when, you know, a team does a full redesign. Um, you can't, you can't make adjustments to it. So, you know, there's nothing worse than the NFL and their fucking dress code for the last 50 years. Uh, yeah, but I mean, actually, I, I think last what within the last 10, when they out, when they said you could only stick with one helmet and that killed all the cool throwbacks that they were doing. Yeah. But right. they changed that. Cause now like the lions wore that blue helmet that actually looked pretty good. Um, in their, their most recent game, but my I wife mean, like, hated the logo, but the blue, I mean, the rule, I mean, the, we're talking about a league that used to have the rule about the color of your shoes. They still have the rule about the socks. Like <clears throat> it's just like, it it's a bunch of nonsense. If you're, play, if you're fucking, you should be for, you should be forced to wear high socks. Get the fuck out of here with this half calf sock. Wear the full sock and look like a football player. It's like in baseball, no, 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 no. that don't wear high socks and they wear their pants like CC Sabathia looking like, you know, a no, shrub. I, see, now I got the boys in the in the, in the high socks and, and yeah, baseball. there you go. Now there I didn't go. do stirrups, but I got them in the high. I got them in the high pants in baseball. Uh, that's legit. But like when it comes to football, like I, I just wish the NFL was more like the like college football in that regard. And it's like, you know what? Do your thing. You I don't want to see there. your, I don't want to see your calf. I want to see that sock riding the whole way up. And I want it to be a contrasting color. No, I want to see, I want to see the really size of like their calf bicycle. muscle. I would have, I, I want to be impressed. I want to be impressed by their calf muscle size. I don't, I don't want to see it. I, I want to see, see the veins. That's the one the thing I'll say that I do like about Michigan is that I want to know how hairy a quarterback's legs are. They're always wearing those yellow socks and it just pops. And I want to see Notre Dame do the same thing. I mean, I just, I just feel like people should be able to do what they fucking want. It's goddamn America. I thought this was America. You, you think that until you have 75 guys dressing in 75 different ways and 
That would be no. annoying. Right. So like we do in college football, which is fine. I have no problem with that. I That's how, do it however you want to do it. Or I if think it's a team thing. It's a team thing. If the Cowboys want to be like like the Yankees and their fucking haircut thing. Like if you if you want to be that prissy and that fucking uptight about shit, then that's then that's on you. Every go Notre ahead. Dame player should have been forced at gunpoint to wear white socks because the guys that wore the white socks in that Ohio state game, and the white socks with the, the greens, the guys that wore the white, the full length socks in Ohio state look so much better than with that, with their stupid calves hanging out. When the, the I mean, what, if, socks. what if they just were, what if they wanted to wear that, that Kelly green, uh, like tights underneath do it. Like that, I don't want to see, tight. I don't want to see calves. I want to see those socks riding as high as possible. Cause I never, I mean, I never was one big one of the socks when I played, it was, but I mean, I wore tights because I Jesus. wanted to look like a badass. Notre Dame almost doesn't, Notre Dame doesn't wear high socks at all. Like I'm looking at no. images and it's disgusting. There's too much calf, more sock. No, no, the calf is fine. Calf is fine. No, fuck the calf. Get out of here with but that. I, but I, I have been, there have been moments when I've been like, I've been kind of leaning in the direction of. I kind of wish everybody's wearing black shoes and I don't know why. Cause it looks cool. But like, I mean, I like the, I like the green cleats. I don't like people wearing white cleats with the, with the home uniforms. I just don't. It just looks so just a fashion choice. They can certainly do what they will do. Do what you like, but as a personal fashion choice, I don't care for it. I hate it. You got to wear long socks. I think it contributes to, I mean, Hartman wore the long whites and he looked phenomenal in it. And everybody else is, is looking like goobers. I think it just depends. I mean, I don't mind looking at Audrey Estime's legs. I don't need to see it. I don't need to see his legs. I want to see the socks riding high. looks so much yeah. better. It is right. Good. It looks so good. No, I, I'm not saying it. Like, I just want them to be able to do what they want. If they want to show some calf, show some fucking calf. If they want to wear the, the socks, wear the socks. I don't care. So I'm saying, I just think the NFL is too fucking, they, this whole image thing, as if it's going to make anybody watch more or less <laughs> what what that, what goes on in that there. You know, it's like, it's like finally, like the NFL, what, what was it, just two years ago? When it was uh, finding people for custom shoes and you, you can wear them in pre games and well, no, I'm just saying like ones. like now like a fucking linebacker can wear number two now, right? Oh, the number thing, yeah, yeah, the, like the whole number thing. The the one thing I do appreciate though is I am fucking tired of double numbers. I used to be in the camp of look if they want if someone else wants that number that's fine. Who gives a shit? Blah, 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 blah. But it's just a, such nonsense. Like sitting in a press box and having to hear every fucking other special teams play. Oh, flipping them out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like if you're on the team, you're you're one number. The the walk-ons get the get the get a double number, and that's it. Because you got what, 105 guys on a team, you know. You got what, a hundred was hundred and one numbers with the zero and the double zero? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you can have fact, double zero and zero? Ugh. No, you no, they don't have double zero right now. Oh, okay. But they should they should. If you got zero, why can't you have double zero? 
Why can't you have Why triples? are we alienating that number? A, yeah, why not triple zero? That's confusing. Why not 100? Well, I mean, because there's no triple numbers out there. Is there there's, there there's, not a ni- there's not a 999. What's that? Are there any band numbers? Any number you can't wear? Uh, no. Not anymore. I don't think so. Okay. As far as, as the only number you can't wear in a in a double number sequence is a double zero. Hmm. So that so yeah, double zero is banned, and that's one of the that's the number of the fucking fantastic running back for Bakersfield in the the classic good um the best of times movie with Robin Williams and Kirk Russell. The running back for Bakersfield, he fucking had uh, double zeros. He was a monster. Oh yeah, what was that movie called? Uh, the best of times. The best of times. Sources. I think. I think. That sounds close. That's got it. It's a group. It is a football movie that gets overlooked constantly, and it actually has real football being played on. I mean, Brendan and I have talked about this, like like with Lasso. Like there's never enough soccer in in Ted Not Lasso. enough soccer. Yeah. Excuse me. Ah, uh, you know what I just got? Yeah, the, be- yeah, the best of times. That's, best that's of times. Yeah. 1986. Uh, do either you guys watch Kung Fu? No, uh, I do not. David Carradine. I, I just picked up a uh, Shaolin Soccer. I love the um, Shaolin Soccer's phenomenal. Stephen Chow movies, Kung Fu Hustle. We started Kung watching Kung Fu Hustle. Hustle. Yeah, Shaolin very, Soccer, very very violent. But I I needed to show it to my kids because that is. Like the funniest kung fu movie I've ever seen in my life. It's just whoa, so. whoa, 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 whoa! Not the funniest, because Kung Pao Enter the Fist is the funniest. Oh well, okay, that's like, but I I consider that more like parody than uh than that's uh, definitely parody. Yeah. Haha! <laughs> you punch me in the face, so I win. We taught him wrong. It's a joke. <laughs> <sighs> Should we talk about Wake Forest? Yeah, we can talk about Wake Forest if you Wake want. Forest, Wake Forest. Yeah, I think we I think we got there. Yeah, I think we got to Wake Forest. Um, uh, but before we get there completely, yeah, I uh, got no reviews tonight. But do you want to get that reminder out to everybody? Let's not make the same mistake twice, people. Get off your asses. Get over to Apple Podcasts. Leave that rating. Leave a review. Any review that you leave, we will read word for word on the next Earn Five Star Podcast. And that's it. You got your instructions. Go do it. Perfect. Do you guys want to know about Wake Forest? Yeah. How much do you want to know about Wake Forest? Because I watched uh, four Wake Forest games this week. <laughs> I've, but, I've and, watched, and I, I watched two throughout throughout the season, and I've that's that's beyond the two that I've seen. <laughs> Brendan, Brendan, I think I think the first question I always have on my yeah. mind, whether it's Wake Forest or any opponent, is is Wake Forest any good? Um. I mean, this is probably the best Wake Forest defense uh, of my memory. But um, no, dude, Wake Forest stinks. <laughs> Wake Forest is, is – I say that it's the best Wake Forest defense because uh, I think that's probably – But you forgot Mike Elko's uh, 2017 performance? Um, 16? What was the year they held in the 28-7 in the senior senior year, year game? Um. Alco was 16, right? 15? 15. The 15 team gave up 24.6 points per game. Uh, The 16, which is what got Alco the job, was 22.2. 
points per game. That's pretty good, right? Um, most years they're giving up, you know, high 20s, 30 points per game. This year, uh, they're only giving up 24.4 points per game. It's it's a good week. It's a it's a scrappy Wake Forest team. The the thing that 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 you notice when you're watching these games is really outside of Florida State, nobody's really got the, on uh, offensively. Like nobody's putting up crooked numbers on this Wake Forest team, uh, which hasn't been the case by the years. But man, they are maybe the most painfully bad offense. Like this includes Pitt. One of the most painfully bad offenses. Iowa. Are they worse than Iowa? No, no, no. Nobody's Iowa. <laughs> I mean, like, I, are I you fucking are you? Are they I worse mean, than the Buffalo Bills? Um, are you talking about the Big Ten West leaders? I believe that's exactly Iowa what, Hawkeyes. That's exactly what I'm saying. About to become Iowa Big offense, Ten champion, Iowa Hawkeyes. They're they're not. No, Cooper uh, are. All right, so so here's here's why Iowa's not because Cooper Dijon is the greatest white cornerback to play the game of football in the last, since Jason Seahorn. That is not hyperbole. Who's the benchmark for like all time anyways? All time. He is, he was mock draft first round pick Cooper DeJong. Like white cornerback first round, like mock drafts are putting him in the end of the first round. He is the heart and soul of of that Iowa defense, and just you can't you're not throwing on him. He's done for the year, broken leg. Doesn't matter. Of course not. Of course, why wouldn't the best part of I mean the only good part of Iowa not be there? You're matter you're just all. not you're just not getting it, Brendan. This is fucking. What, what am Iowa. I not understanding about? This is Iowa. They once won like nine or 10 games one season, getting down to their six string running back. That's this is a team yes. that keeps this is a team that keeps winning despite losing Cade McManera when they had no one else behind them. Like literally nobody that could put like a play division three. Isn't it funny that we couldn't even winning football games on, on Wake Forest before talking about a complete Iowa scored zero <laughs> points against Penn State. They scored 10 points against Minnesota, 15 in a win against Wisconsin, 10 points and against you act, and you act like you, you act like the points that they score matter. Actually, I mean, it as doesn't a punt matter. Returner, sure. The, 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 the one thing that mattered is when he returned a punt for a touchdown to win a game. And then they said no. And it was bullshit because it wasn't. It was. You didn't fair catch that. I would know. Who, do you know? You hey, cannot, can I ask you a question? You wait, 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 Jude, Jude. I'm sorry. Sorry. Who returned that punt for a touchdown, Josh? That didn't count. Do you know? Wasn't it him? No. Yeah. yeah. It was Cooper yeah. Dijon. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's saying. But it didn't. But it didn't count anyways. So you're not well, taking anything his, away that you're not taking anything away that they've had. Like like he that was scored, a that was. He scored a punt return for a touchdown and a win against Michigan State. He did, game. he did do that. He did do that. Yeah, you're gonna lose players. That that do they that. Beat Minnesota. Like, there's two again, games that he would have had Iowa. on record as winning. Again, this is Iowa. This is Iowa lore. And it really doesn't matter who they put out there. It does not. Michigan will be beat other... this team twenty-eight to three. Well, it'll be Ohio State and Iowa will beat them uh nine to six. I I hope it's Ohio State, but man, I don't think 
Kyle McCord is winning any game of substance. Uh, all right, so Wake Forest. Um, <laughs> it's a black and gold team. You know, the thing about Wake Forest is it, it really shows how much Sam Hartman made to that team. Because Mitch Griffiths is, I mean, if he stands on a phone book, he's five, he's five ten, five eleven, <laughs> like just like me. <laughs> he is, but you're not playing is, in major division. You're not playing quarterback <laughs> in a major, uh, yeah, <laughs> division one. I mean, I watched the Clemson game and there was like, I don't know, like six passes batted down at the line of scrimmage. Oh, he's he's basically fumbled in every single game that he's played. This season. Um, so that means he won't Saturday. Well, I don't think he's starting. He got benched. Or the ACC oh God, reps right. will take it away with through penalty or something. <laughs> he got benched <laughs> against NC State. Um, they've had three different guys. But, yeah, yeah what's it reps. with Notre Dame not getting uh, everybody's top quarterback? That feels like a trend this year. Does that not? I mean, I. I and we still got I, three losses. They still got three. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, like, we could have had, like, Drew Pine has his team at seven and three. Yeah, there's no difference. I don't. Yeah, I think that, we mentioned that. That is a that, really sad thought. As and a, I don't true, think, I don't right? think like that's, that's a hot not, take. Yeah. That's not hyperbole, right? That's that's not a hot take or anything. That's that's I just mean, a, a fucking fact right now. You just you just go down the schedule and you, you just say to yourself, you're like, all right, um, what what games was Sam Hartman integral in winning? And then you, when you actually delve into it and look at it, and you go, what what could you Pine not have won? And like. I mean, he would have beat Navy. He would have beat Tennessee State. He would have beat North Carolina State, right? He would have beat CMU. Maybe Duke. But, like, Sam Hartman was brutal against Duke. Right? One run. Yeah, one run. Um, What about uh, about 2009 Jimmy Clausen? What would his record be? Undefeated. Uh, Undefeated. Undefeated. No, I don't even think that's up for debate. What about, Are you kidding uh, me right now? Did you want uh, Sean Kaiser's undefeated? I said what I was tired before the podcast. Are you trying to wake me up, dude? 2011 Dane Christ. Uh, 2011 Tommy Reese, I think, has a loss. I think Tommy mm-hmm. loses to to Louisville because I think that only a good ever Golson. Or is it undefeated? Really? What year was that when Andrew Hendricks came in every, for the USC game? Every, was that 2013? Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So twenty fourteen, the Andrew Hendricks USC game. Yeah, the unwatchable second half. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah, but, yeah, but but I thought that was at home. It was at home. No, it wasn't. Oh home. wait, yeah, yeah we're at some. Yeah, we're at here now. Odd My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah we're this is twenty twenty three, not twenty twenty two. Okay. Four. Yeah, fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, no, was, 14 was Malik's uh, big stage come out on the stage, even though they were down by a billion. A hundred, and they could have scored. Red letter day. Brian Kelly called it a red letter day for the program. That was, uh, that was when Pat Hayden fucking let off the gas. Yeah. Told Kiffin to lay off the, lay off the gas. Uh, it was Sark. It was Sark, yeah. Sark yeah. laid off the oh, gas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See? Not on my game tonight. But I do know 2009 Jimmy Clausen's on a feeder right now. Sark was probably getting gassed in the locker room at halftime. That, yeah, that was before he, he disclosed his drinking problem, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah, he was definitely no. drunk. <laughs> like, he was, was already partying. He, yeah. part, he was partying by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure he was drinking. drinking. Uh, Cases of Bud Light Lime. Brendan, 
Wake yeah. Forest, 128th in the country in sacks allowed. Yeah, so they're That's fumbling all of the time because <laughs> their quarterbacks are getting hit. Like the guy who's probably going to start, Mitch Kearns, he's got two fumbles um, on strip sacks. Uh, I don't know if he's he's good or not. Um, he, but like, I would I would. 111th in the country in third down conversion percentage. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And, and, and it's even worse than that. Like the pass game is so pathetically anemic. Like they're not like the depth of targets ridiculously. They're not getting yards after the catch, but they didn't get yards after the catch with Hartman either. That's just not the, the mesh. Um, they're still slow meshing. They're it's still just, slow meshing. All right. They're still slow meshing. It's just, when you watch it, I, I'm struggling. Like when, when we get to picks and stuff, I do not understand how this team scores a touchdown outside of like Hartman picks or that's it. Like, yeah, cause I was going to bring up the spread, but maybe we'll get to that. When we get to the picks. Cause like the spread didn't make sense to me. Like at first glance, cause then, I wanted after- to, when I saw the spread is like when I first saw the spread before I started watching wake forest, actually play i was like there's no way notre dame is covering this spread and then i watched wake forest and i watched their offense and they can't run the football the the slow mesh isn't working they're not able, they're not competent passers downfield um everything's short i mean they take shots but it's not working like they still take a lot of shots because that's their offense but i i mean it, it, it it's tougher because you know Mitch is was so it's funny that both guys are Mitch uh, both quarterbacks are Mitch uh, other than the most Italian name the third string guy Santino Mariucci is uh, the the third string guy and I bet we see him oh that was the guy who was the local mob boss that uh, Robert <laughs> De Niro ended up killing right and Godfather. yeah Godfather Part Two yeah Santino. Uh, I, he, I think he started the pit. The, I watched the pit game with uh, Santino because uh, they won that game. Robert De Niro did not kill Sonny Jude. G- G- no, no, I'm, no, in the no. I'm making a Don Finucci joke. Try to keep. Oh, up. okay, okay, okay. I thought you said De Niro's, which would yeah, have been De Niro's character in in Godfather Two. I came sprinting back from the kitchen, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> that you got that wrong, okay. and the fact that. Uh, and you know what? I'm 95% certain I'm not even going to look it up because I'm going to I'm going to rely on our uh, our listeners to to correct me if I'm wrong. Pretty sure he, he he wrapped a, a a gun in in a towel, shot the guy, and uh, the towel caught on fire. That's yes, it did. Which was a nice touch. Yeah, and he it did was, it with uh, the broke the light bulbs too, right? Oh yeah, right. Forgot about yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, is that is his last name Mayuchi or Marucci? Uh, it's Marucci, M-A-R-U-C-C-I. Like so, maybe his family, maybe his family. Well, like the bats, like that's the best fucking bats you can get right now, in my opinion. Other than the ones from uh, Wuhan. <laughs> well, you can't use those <laughs> in the states. Oh, no, oh that about, kind of bat. I'm talking oh. about COVID. I'm talking about the. the I'm I talking about the, talking uh, about the the illegal bats that the, uh, the Chinese are sending over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, oh, fuck. I'm going back to the kitchen and getting some steak. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully um, your boy doesn't show up and steal it from you. 
on the way back. Um, their entire receiving core, by the way, are slot receivers. Everybody's under five foot, like 11. They're all tiny. They have one guy who I think is over six foot, uh, Jamal Banks. Um, everybody else is, they just got like, oops, all slots. <laughs> like, uh, I was looking at their roster the other day. It was like five ten, five ten, five ten. Like everybody's five ten. all of their receivers. It's just like, oh, all right. Uh, have fun, uh, with Notre Dame's secondary boys. Uh, when everybody in Notre Dame's secondary is taller than, than all of your wide receivers. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just an anemic offense. Like the slow mesh isn't working. Um, their pass game isn't working and maybe Mitch too. Um, Mitch one didn't work. Mitch Griffith, uh, maybe Mitch Kern works out a little bit better cause he can actually see over their offensive line. Um, but his offensive line is also on roller skates and they're constantly giving up sacks and they're not getting any push whatsoever. So what you're saying is despite a season ending ACL injury to a star tight end, we're still going to have a Mitchapalooza. Uh, I think we're going to see a Mitchapalooza. I think we see, I think we see at least two, we're going to see a minimum of two. Over under on, on Mitch's, <laughs> Mitch's uh, playing prominent I, roles. I don't know. One and a half. I don't know if Griffith gets in there. I think they go Mitch Kern and then Santino. I think uh, I think Griffith is uh, Griffiths is done. Uh, I don't think I don't think they go. I, he's just so broken. Um, your years footsteps, right? You get sacked that the David Carr, where you hear you get sacked so many times, you just hear those footsteps. Um, yeah, I, I just. I don't know how they're going to score points. And when I saw like uh, going into this game and when I was looking at Wake Forest, you know, just numbers wise, I was like, Notre Dame will probably score like 31 points in this football game. I don't know how they're not going to, they're not going to cover this spread. It's 24 and a half. They're not going to cover this spread. They're not going to score more than 31, 34 points. And then I watched Wake Forest offense and I highly question their ability to score in this game. So I go, yeah, Notre Dame can win this game. Uh, 31 to three, something like that. You covered the spread that way. But like, I, I just came away as unimpressed, um, with the production and when the slow mesh doesn't work, there is nothing grosser in college football than the slow mesh when it's not working. Like when it's working is you're just like frustrated with it. Right. Cause they're able yeah. to get like five, six yards on the runs. Well, they're it's like watching shots. a really great triple option when it's working. It's just, it's a, it's a work of art. Right. But when it's not working, it just looks like car, cars crashing into each other while parking. Right. Oh uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot like that. It's just the slow mesh isn't working. They don't have a quarterback who is capable of running running it or executing the plays for it. And it it's, I'm not, I think Notre Dame, this game is going to be over quick. Um, it's going to be one of those fast games where I think that Notre Dame, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee them. How many teams have put up more than 31 points against Wake Forest this year? Um, Florida state put up 41. And outside of that, no one has put up more than 30 points. Virginia Tech scored 30. Nobody else has scored more than 30. Uh, Georgia Tech scored 30. Other than that, 17, 20, 24, 17, 17, 24, 26. I mean, they're not giving up a ton of points. The games are going quick. Um, and what's you know, the spread here on this game? 24 and a half, I think, like, is what I had. Uh, four and a half. I got from draft, 24 and a half, I think, what I got from DraftKings when I made the picks. Um, but I mean, that could all go sideways, right? You win 31 to seven and it's like, oof. Right. I was thinking you went 28 to seven, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, I could see that too. You win 28 to seven and you win 21, but 31 to seven is you win by 24. And it's like, blech, blech. So I, I no, you know what though, we should never guess numbers that are actual divisible by seven when it comes to Marcus Freeman. Cause he never met a field goal. He didn't want to kick. So yeah, you're not, you're not wrong there with that Clemson game where it's like, it's not, it's also another name team where their best scoring days are usually when, the defense is setting it up, and I and I have I see no reason to believe otherwise for this game as well. Like they, yeah, like, they fumble <clears> a lot. I can I can I can see like two or three drives where it's like the nation and turnover margin. I think. Yeah, they, I, mean, I can see a couple drives where we're we're starting off inside the twenty. Like they've lost the, in, 10 the, in the red zone. They're minus uh, they're minus six in the turnover margin. They've lost ten fumbles. They've had ten picks. Um. It's not great, Bob. I mean, have they had a game? Uh, Florida State was their only clean sh- slate this year, and they lost forty-one to sixteen. Go figure, right? The only game that they don't uh, cough up the football is a game where they get blown out the worst. Yeah, it's a suck to be a Wake Forest fan. You know. <laughs> I mean, do they have fans as I guess the question, because what are you rooting? Like, it's like Wake Forest is kind of like a better Vanderbilt. You just said the word. I said the word. Yeah. When I saw Stuart Mandel today, you know, exactly he exactly was going with that, right? I knew it because I, I, I saw the Franklin gets the Haiti. Yes. Like, oh, I think I completely understand what James Franklin gets the Haiti. Yes. It popped up on my phone. The Stuart Mandel's man mailbag. And it was like. Is James Franklin getting too much criticism? It was like one of the the lead on the notifications on my phone, and immediately when I saw that, I was like, "He's gonna say wait, he's gonna say Vanderbilt, he's gonna say it." And I got in there and like, sure as shit. Imagine, like, imagine just that's as dumb as someone defending Charlie Weiss because he's got. Imagine just glossing over the fact that you're four and sixteen against Ohio State in Michigan. I just like I just I, 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 I just like like I like. Pay no attention to what he's done in what, how many seasons now? Nine? Is, what, how you know seasons? who else defended Six, him to the, when did to he, the full when, tilt? When did James Franklin come in 2016? Yeah. You know I who mean, else defended him? Fucking LeVar Arrington who? went on the radio. Of course LeVar Arrington is. This guy's yeah, he's LeVar Arrington is. The state's Desmond he, Howard. No, he's been there since 2014, the, almost a full decade. Yeah. He's been there as long as Harbaugh's been there. Uh, longer than Harbaugh. Longer Harbaugh than Harbaugh, because Harbaugh got... Yeah, I got picked in 15, December 2015. Right? Yeah. yeah. So Penn State's Levar first year. Everything kept saying a word wrong. And I can't remember what it was, but it was funny as shit. He said it like three times like in a in uh, four minutes of talking about Caravanserai. <laughs> what? Caravanserai. No, I can't remember what it Caravanserai? What? It was a it was a simple word and not only did he pronounce it kind of funky, but it was not used correctly. I can't remember what the hell it was. So I, I, Stu, Stu mentions that. that Penn State uh, won a Big Ten championship game. For, yes. Conveniently forgets to mention that was in 2016. And since then, they are 1-12 against top 10 teams. 1-12. You know do, do you remember how that season started in 2016? <laughs> yeah. Uh. It didn't start, but they lost that game to Pitt early in the year and lost to Michigan 49 to 10. Uh, Hilarious. Like you won the Big Ten. Congratulations. But you lost to Michigan 49 to 10. 
Yeah. I definitely remember people saying like they should not be competing for anything. They should not be considered for the college football playoff because they lost by 39 points. Yeah. And they, they, then they weren't Ohio state was, I think, didn't Ohio state go to the playoff that year? The most confounding thing to me about the college football playoff rankings. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself here is what the fuck, why the, who has, who has blackmail on the college football playoff committee from, from Oklahoma state, because there's just no world in which I think Oklahoma state after losing 45 to fucking three to UCF is allowed to should should stay in the top 25 when you literally Consider don't they have, lost to South Alabama too, as well. This yeah, year. You yeah. literally don't have Liberty, and, James Madison, Toledo, SMU, NC state. Fuck UCF. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I know they're five and five, but like still like there's, you didn't, a, you didn't lose to South of, Alabama. You didn't lose to the Jaguars. There's plenty of quality teams that you could pick, right? And instead, you're holding on to Oklahoma State as seven and three with the with the two worst losses of anyone with a resume. NC State is seven and three, and they beat Clemson and Miami, and they've lost to ten, nineteen, and seventeen. Nineteen, right? Jude, I don't say this often enough. Well, I mean, I Brendan, Armstrong <laughs> Brendan Armstrong supported back again, but they shouldn't consider that. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. NC State should be ranked look, above. Look, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying NC State should be ranked in the top 25. I'm just saying Oklahoma State shouldn't be. And I gave you f- one, two, three, four, five, and sort of a so, joke one. So I, I gave you five and a half good, good alternatives. I would take any of those alternatives. Yeah. I mean, it, even though they can't, uh, like, put James Madison. Hey, jam you, you cowards. Yeah. I, did, I don't get it. I, I don't understand what uh, Oklahoma State – I mean, you beat Oklahoma. And you rank – I don't understand why Oklahoma's 14. I guess – I mean, are you going to put LSU there? I mean, LSU's got three L's. Put Iowa in the top 10. Why isn't Iowa a top 10 team? Or at least a top, you know, 12 team? Because they hate – Iowa should be ranked above Penn guys. State. Penn State at 12 I, is disgraceful. Penn State shouldn't it, be ranked in the top 20. The only two games that Penn State's played of note this year, their offense couldn't do anything, and they scored late touchdowns to keep it within, I guess, single-score games. Like, Penn you know State— coach turned around a, a, van, a stagnant Vanderbilt program and a, a, dead, a <laughs> Penn State coming off a death penalty? Yeah, but he's not even – like, I love the Penn State death penalty. No, Bill O'Brien was the one yeah, that guided right. that ship through the death penalty. I just love how Stuart, Stuart just is like, that That fact is not convenient to my narrative, so let me just – I pretend I do not see it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like saying, uh, you know, Steve Sarkeesian pulled uh, USC through sanctions. This is like, no, Lane Kiffin did that. It was not Sark. He got an app. He was the guy after the guy. What are, what are you doing? Why are you debasing yourself in such a manner for James Franklin? He's a yeah, clown. That's, that's, I mean, by the way, I think John Harbaugh should just not say a single word. Your analogy with the, the quote was spot on. It right? was spot on. It was because spot on. This is this this has big Chris Cuomo energy all over but it. But didn't sure didn't Cuomo just get didn't Cuomo just kind of get I don't say acquitted, but didn't uh, didn't a bunch of stuff come out that kind of like 
No, absolutely no. not. With him no, a little absolutely bit. not. No. <laughs> no, it's, I swear, I swear to something get, just came out about uh, a couple of his people or whatever. It was embellished to the max. You're I'm not, not, I'm not saying course. it's true or not true. I'm just saying I, I, I no, I, I, saw I mean, maybe for Chris, but like no. not Andrew. No, 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 no. No, that's what I'm saying for Andrew, for the governor. Uh, like I think he was on like Bill Maher, like in the and and oh, no, he's, he's definitely trying to rehab his image. If that's what you're talking about, yeah, no, it's, he, that's more than it's more than rehab. They're they're like he's they're beating their chest saying they were right, and here's the proof. I didn't really care enough to like pay that close attention to it. Uh, I just say it. I did. I thought it's. It, they seemed like they were living it. They were. They sold me just for the simple fact they they were so confident what they were saying. I mean, last I checked, Chris admitted to covering for his bro. And that was well, like that part for sure. Well, yeah. Well, yeah and cut. plus he was, he was part of the, the crisis response team. He was helping shape the narrative. And he the, also emerged problem. from the tomb when he had COVID, which was a hilarious, uh, <laughs> 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 that. And he came out of his basement. That was pretty, yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. Uh, you know what? I do miss, I do miss a lot of certain things from the COVID era. Like, like the NFL draft. I, I I do love like I like the NFL chair. draft a lot more when it was COVID. I like you got a lot too. more home shots of what was going on. I like I just uh, like Goodell's. Oh chair. man, do you remember people jumping on, jumping on Dave Gettleman because he was wearing a mask in his own house and everyone's like in his own attic in his <laughs> attic of his own house. I think it was his basement, but it does it, attic basement. It doesn't really matter. Or but, Zach Zach Taylor doing the draft from like a Marriott. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and um and they were trying to make uh Goodell look um all cash, like in was sitting down like in a like a seat or whatever, and he looked all washed out and shit. It was uh, terrible. That's you were like a game day with uh Vince Vaughn where he looked oh, like he was game, a hostage, yeah, Vince Vaughn you know? game, game day, like it's like blink if you're being uh being held at your will. Yeah. But it was just like at, oh like I would say seventy-five percent of the home cameras caught just some fantastic shit. They like keep going on with like girlfriends, moms, wives, what there's just some random shit going on. And, and all these houses they had cameras at, and it was, that was top tier entertainment, much better than just seeing a fucking, a crowd who at a big venue doing nothing. Just or like, like Jeff, Jeffrey Tubin, it's CNN on his zoom call <laughs> through COVID. The, the Gettleman one was interesting because people forgot that he was a cancer survivor. And so they, yeah, were, and that's why he had the, that, but then he, they also didn't know that he had contractors in his house <laughs> and that's why he was wearing the mask. He wasn't alone. There was actually people there. Uh, <laughs> I love the idea that you're just like, you can't do this any other day. You got to do this today. You know, like, I don't know. It was funny to me. So, So Wake Forest isn't any good, is what we're saying. No, 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 no. Wake Forest is legitimately bad. Their offense is going to be embarrassing. Notre Dame should boost. I like if Notre Dame. I'm upon the table. If Notre Dame doesn't have at least five sacks in this football game, I'm going to be very upset. It's a number padding game for sacks. Yeah. Like what's where's Notre Dame in the sack number right now? Right, they're at 77, which is not great. They only have 20 sacks on the season. They should end this game. Like in the top fifty. This is this is one where you get your sack numbers up. 
and you know, sacks aren't everything. Kirby Smart talked about it last last year, where Georgia didn't have a huge number of sacks, and it was all about havoc rate, and that became sort of a buzzword. And I I kind of ascribe to that as well because a lot of the interceptions, uh, bad throws, it's all forced by pressures. But um, you also need to hit the quarterback and get him to the ground. Um, but Notre Dame has been changing teams. Uh, game plans, get the ball out quick, um, you know, but yeah, this, this is one where it should be like they had six sacks against uh, Southern Cal. They should have about that today or I guess on Saturday. They should have that. This, this, well, you this, know, it's, I mean, it should be a, a, a pretty. Wake Forest has allowed 43 sacks in 10 games. So they're giving up an average of 4.3 sacks per game. Notre Dame should have six, five, six sacks. I think that that is a baseline minimum five, six sacks. Cause when you have you're giving up 4.3 sacks per game, that means that there are games you're giving up like eight, nine, because you're not playing D one competition week in and week out. You've played Elon and old dominion. Right. So I mean, I do own an Elon t-shirt, so. Nice. <laughs> go, go, Elon. <laughs> All right. They suck. They suck. They suck. I mean, suck. it's legitimately a bad football. Say it. It should be a lapper. Um, I don't think Notre Dame's going to score a ton of points. But see, that's where I think I'm. That's the one thing I disagree with. Because they're all. I think Notre Dame's defense is legitimately good. It has. They've I mean, Clemson's moments defense that. is legitimately good, and they won seventeen to twelve. Hey guys, I don't, I don't mean to brag, yeah. but I get to watch Wake Forest two weekends in a row. It's Q's playing. <laughs> How, dude, dude, Q's final home game is against Wake Forest. Dude, 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 dude. Over oh. under. How do I watch this shit? I don't know. Over yeah. under. Fifty yards passing for Q's. Uh. You know, like, look, I think the smart money's on the, on the under. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man. Watching the teams that you so, watch, the quick, passing offenses, Notre Dame included. Quick, quick story time. But I mean, I, they are I one. I, I don't think I told the story on the pod. I, I took three boys under the age of 12 to the Boston College Syracuse game, which started at 730 at night on a Friday. Right. 37 yards of passing. Um. <laughs> I was literally like the quarterback at one point. I think you tweeted it, right? The quarterback at one point for Syracuse had more passes to Boston College's DBs than he had to his own, reti- receivers. own receivers. Yeah. It yeah. was like nothing. Right. Because uh, they, they kept throwing that like four yards behind. No, the line it was like three nothing. It was like because he threw four picks. Yeah. That, that three yards behind the line of scrimmage swing pass for the to the running back. And sometimes it would get complete. <laughs> and it was just like it was. It 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 was the final was seventeen ten Boston College, but I tell you what, that game was three seven three for a really fucking long time, and it was just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> so I nothing better to do with my life. So Syracuse threw seven completions against Boston College. Yeah, for thirty seven yards. Yeah, they threw four interceptions for fourteen yards. <laughs> <laughs> The past two weeks, Syracuse has thrown for 37 yards passing. And then last week in a 28 to 13 win against Pitt, they went nine, five of nine 
for eight yards passing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And three of those passes were uh, Dan Villari, who's uh, a tight end. <laughs> so, Jim, here's the thing. I mean, you're set up for a you're going to that Wake Forest game, right? Oh, 100 percent. Oh, God. So you're geez. but you're but you're set up They're, I mean, they're going to lose to Georgia Tech this weekend. But yeah, of course, they get Wake Forest for the big. Can we win six games and go to a bowl? <laughs> is, is Syracuse going to Syracuse going to drop the banner? The we're we're bowl Not bound. The, banner, the confetti email. The confetti. I think I'll get I'll get an email about Fenway Bowl ticket availability about thirty six seconds after that final whistle sounds if they win that game. Yeah. I'll say they're going to yeah they'll lose to Georgia Tech probably like oh, I don't know twenty four to six. Jude's entire weekend is locked in to Syracuse <laughs> quarterbacks with Tommy DeVito being the Giants quarterback. Uh, hey, uh, I, I will say to, Tommy DeVito's family, legit. Yeah, I'm sure they love Olive Garden. By the way, Tommy DeVito is the name of the character in Goodfellas that Joe Pesci plays, right? Isn't that Tommy DeVito? Uh, No, no, it's not. No. Oh, what it, is it? No. Uh. Tommy DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Are we, there's just like a, there's a murdering of mobster movies on this podcast today. Well, those are the best movies. So yeah. Yeah. Eh? No, no, no. Yeah. Like if you if you if you were one of those guys that's like, oh, I like Casino better than than Goodfellas, like, okay, you're wrong, but that's okay. Like we could argue that. But if you're saying Goodfellas is trash, then like we can't be friends. We can't be friends if you're saying that it's not good. That's a that's a that's a that's a hill I'm willing to die on and a and a line I'm not willing to cross. No, what I am saying is outside okay. of its cinematic prowess, it's just not anything that I'm like really interested in. Uh, so let me. Uh, not inter- I'm, not, I'm not interested in supporting the narrative that all Italian Americans. Oh, this is this thing. This old. We're, we're having we're having a different argument here because yeah. I'm saying that mobs. Yeah, I'm not. Are I'm best. not. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Dis- I'm is, just dismissing. Is Casino or, is Casino a very good movie? Um, that actually. Blasphemous is Godfather one and two very good movies. Yes, of course. Goodfellas. Uh, Once upon a time in America. I mean, they are good movies. Yes. A King of New York is that a good one? Don Brasco. These are gangs. Uh, Scarface is that? Well, Bronx Tale. Uh, yes. The, these Bronx are all. Yeah, these are all good movies. Well, they're the best movies. No, I. I mean, I'm not. I don't line up outside of Godfather, which for other reasons is is top tier for me. But outside of that, it's just like I don't like I I, I definitely don't want to fucking be watching that god, goddamn Downey Brasco and see a fucking rat. Mean Street. Like, I'm not, phenomenal. Inter- not interested. I'm not interested in that shit. Okay. I just I just uh, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if you can Henry call Hill a fucking or... rat. Is Chinatown a mobster movie? I mean, kind of. I mean, Big Trouble in Little China is a mobster movie. But I'll watch that, and I love it. It's about the best movies ever made. Uh, the Untouchables is a phenomenal movie, right? Untouchables is great. 
I mean, is he is he the good movie? Is that a mobster movie? Oh, I don't know. It's a great movie. I'm not a fan of cop wins movies. Okay. I mean, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I don't disagree, I, but like, I I don't back the blue in cinema. <laughs> Ever. I think the best mobster movie isn't even American mobsters. This is the hips circling back to, to my hipster vibes. I think the best mob movie is City of God. Oh, I mean, where do you rank? Where do you rank Young Guns? I love City of God. That's a mobster City movie. City of God is so phenomenal, by the way. I think I, that seen... was my number one movie of the year. It came out. Was that O two or O three? O two. O two. Yeah, I think that was City my number. City of God. If you haven't seen the Brazilian movie City of God, drop everything you're doing. Put City of God on your queue. I don't know if well, it's I dubbed, haven't watched don't it. Watch it I don't. I mean, I don't believe I'm gonna drop everything I'm doing to watch it. Uh, you absolutely need to drop everything yeah. you're doing. And City don't of get God. don't don't get all hipster on me. No, City I'm of not God. gonna get. You got it. I'll watch. God listen, I'll watch, I'll watch City of God when I get a book report from you guys uh, about Wiry Spindel. Oh, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying, Josh. When you see City of God, it'll it'll change uh, everything for you as far as uh, what mobster movies could be. It's a Brazilian movie. It's from Brazil. It was made by Brazilians. It takes place in Brazil. Like I said, Young Guns is a mobster movie. Where do you rank that? Uh, Young Guns 2 is better than Young Guns 1. It is. I can rent Wiry Spindel for $2.99. That might be a. It'd be the best two. It'd be the best. I think I bought the movie for two ninety nine, Jude, from Big Lots. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a physical copy though. I don't have anything. Th- like I don't have like any place to play a physical copy. Uh, Miller's Crossing. That's a good. Miller's one, Crossing's too. a great film. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even say The Departed. Nope, we didn't. We didn't. Or Road again, to Perdition. And here we are. Again, Road to Perdition like, is very good too. That, 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 again, back it back yeah. in the blue. In the in film, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Although Road of Perdition was one of Tom Hanks' it's maybe his only good movie post Saving Private Ryan. We've been uh, on this road. Here we go with this one. Yeah, we've been down this road before. Been down this road. That's before. my choice. That's my choice. Don't hate on the man just because he he did well and now is just producing, chilling, taking the easy easy hits. Waiting for an iconic. I mean, he has the ability now to just take up, take what the most iconic role handed to him down the road. Pick and choose, man. Pick and choose. I'm just saying, like, if you look at it, I mean, the Italians would, had would the Brand, market. Would Brando corner. be Brando if Brando took every fucking role? The Italians had around? the 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 market cornered on mob movies for a while, and then there's like. You know, The Irishman wasn't great, but it was there. But The Departed, Road to Perdition. Before the I mean, but you, you're also forgetting movies like Juice, Boys in the uh, Hood, Gangs of Gangs of Medicine, New York, Medicine Society. There's some good Irish getting that movies. I'm not forgetting them. There. See, that's why I said that they're the best kind of movies. If it's not about Rome, if it's not a movie, a historical fiction movie, uh, give me, give me, uh, give me mobsters. But that doesn't make. I don't the care. Best. I don't care. I don't like, care I, if they're like the, Russian mobsters, like Eastern Promises. Just give me mobster movies. That's what I want. Or British mobster movies, like like Snatch, Lock, Stock, like Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
That's what I'm, that's what I said about like give me give me the mobster movies. No, I mean I'm not saying they're bad. It's just not top tier. Uh, not not the top choice. What is the top? What is better than mobster movies? Historical fictions are fantastic. They're very biopics. Good. I really biopics like are mostly trash. I, biopics I, are I, almost exclusively. I, I, trash. I, I also still firmly believe to this day that comedies, which are dying, they are anyways, not dying. They're dead. They're dead. Yeah, dead. Are still are are better films. Like these don't get appreciated yet. Everyone keeps watching them and quoting them. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think appreciated is the right word. Um, maybe um, uh, the right phrase for it would be uh, awarded, because they're appreciated. I mean, people well, like. Yes. The, okay. Josh, yeah. Do you like LA Confidential? Uh, yeah. With Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin. Guy, guy, and Kevin Spacey and Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yeah, I I don't believe know if I've watched more than fifteen minutes of it. Oh, oh no kidding. That's a good one. No, no kidding. Yeah, City of God. Go go see that. Yeah, go see City of God. If you haven't seen City of God, you need to put it on your list, man. I can't. I mean, I can't recommend it higher. There's not a movie I could recommend higher that most people haven't seen more than City of God. Like, I'm just, I'm not down with cop movie. Anything that has to do with cops being. Oh, the cops don't win. Cops are not. Well, that's that sounds great. Not win. Like I don't like prison no, movies no. except for like Shawshank Redemption because Make they get the fuck rocking, out. But who's the what's the name of the the young gangster kid? Because he is yeah yeah wild. All right, Oscope. Uh, I don't remember what what is the I don't know. But that uh, little little something is his name. Oh yeah 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 I know who you're talking about. And he is one of the best villains of of any movie ever. Uh, just in his insanity. Uh, for how crazy he is. Uh, you, nice. Little Lil Zay. His name's Lil Zay. Little Zay. Do you know how? Lil do you Zay. know how you could yeah. start? How you can make your own like gangster film? A real like easy way to make your own gangster flick. Um, I don't know. Spending been spending most of your life living in a gangsters paradise. No, you just you just buy a camcorder and you head on over to homefieldapparel.com. Homefield <laughs> Because then you can pick and choose from a long, long list of colleges, and you have tons of gear. So each gang could be – one gang could be Indiana. One gang could be uh, fucking Davidson. One gang could be – could uh, be retro-inspired snapback hat dad. I'm pretty yeah, I mean, you sure. Pick, instead of just picking a school, field. you could pick a style. Like this is the hoodie gang. This is the crew necks. Watch out, watch, out for, watch out for the bomber jackets. They're fancy and they'll kill you dead. But if you get on over to Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com, you'll know what we're talking about. And if you use the code five star twenty three, you'll save fifteen percent off your first order. And I do happen to have a little bit of inside info, gentlemen, that I'm not allowed to share, but I'm gonna share it anyways. <laughs> yes, there will be a very big Black Friday deal coming up for Black Friday. Oh. Yes, Jude. Jude, that's good news so, for you. Well, I'm telling yes. you to use this code. I'm also saying, maybe not. Maybe wait. Maybe for the wait Black Friday days, uh, twelve, two weeks. That sounds yeah. good for Jude because I think I'm going to be due for a Washington Husky shirt, and I'm <laughs> oh my god, kind of torn between the back to back 
91-92 Rose Bowl. That is a pretty yep. But I, I was also thinking— If I was picking Washington, I might pick that one, yeah. It's either that one or it's the vintage interlocking UWT. Yeah, because it's so it's it's I don't want to get questions. I don't want to get quite I don't want to be asked if I went to. Washington. Yeah, I don't. Brendan, I don't get questions at all. Yeah, and I, I wear I wear something different like daily. But that's because you wear something daily and nobody's asking you the questions. <sighs> you may, I mean, maybe you have a small the point there, but bowls it's not good, it's I, not a good point. Look, I'll buy you anything except for the pup pack T-shirt. I'm sorry. I just well, that's a child. Whoa. What was that? Child shirt. Oh, child shirt. Okay. It's only for children. Yeah, it's only you. Yeah. I don't love the Sun Dodger I mean, there. That's not a great shirt. I own the Sun Dodger shirt. Do you? It's actually a work shirt. It's a work shirt now because it's got a, had a got a shitload of grease on I it. I don't like the creepy kid on it. I like the uh, bow down to Washington shirt. That's I like the bow down to Washington. I also the, like yeah, the but Washington. that just that just reminds me of the will of the Willingham days because of the book uh, bow down. I like the property uh, of Washington crew. I think that's fun because it's crew. what about the Aloha shirt though? I mean, that's I just, like that one. I like that, that one. Ring, but just it's, little, it's a little feminine, I think, for me. I'm not sure I would wear that. It it I, also has uh, I look feminine. I buy it for my wife. My wife. I bet I look family in a blouse. I yeah, think the Washington Roses tee is the best one. The Washington Roses or the weird interlocking one, because I can wear that one in, in it's a cool T-shirt. and Nobody's going to be like, oh, you're a Washington fan. Only people who know home field know that it's a home field shirt. So they you don't have watch, a crew neck. They only have a Washington lock. basketball shirt. Is that what you're That's saying? Weird. Uh, that, yeah, that one's pretty good, too. They list, they list it as a long sleeve, but that looks like a crew neck. For what? For the For the Washington Roses one. Uh, there, it's both. It's a long sleeve and a crew neck. It's a no. It's a crew neck and uh, or a long sleeve. Well, long sleeve. No, just a long sleeve. Yeah, and a vintage and just a regular tee. Right. I mean, honestly, like maybe the best one might be the uh, the stadium T-shirt because they're not fucking wrong. The on the siren one. Yeah, the husky sta- like the husky sta- the white uh, the greatest study in the college football the husky stadium tee. This is this is a fun ex- exercise, but when Washington loses to Oregon State this weekend, then what are we even talking about? I said, what see, I need I need Oregon State to get buried now. I was once their biggest fan on this podcast, their greatest voice, and now I just want them buried. Although I am happy that they won their court case, uh, Oregon State and Washington State, to take control of the Pac-12 uh, <laughs> moving forward. Congratulations to those two schools. But I want them. Uh, I, I'm have, on the field. If I actually win this bet, I'm going to have a really tough time picking my favorite organ design because there are, there's a ton of good stuff there. Well, that was a big one they were waiting on, too, for a long yeah. time. Yep. Or we were we were all waiting to see, like, what, you know, could they get so Donald Blair? Right? Well, we're just so used to nothing but Nike organ stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but like. Like dude, that long sleeve they have of uh, uh, I'll yeah. say this though, that's good. And I like why the Oregon State game sort of matters to Notre Dame is I would keep an eye on Brandon Lindgren or Brian Lindgren, the OC at uh, Oregon State, if yeah. uh, Notre Dame decides to move on from Jared Parker, because that's I mean if you look at what Marcus wants. That's the type of offense, right? There. That's, that's what we said. We've said that a couple times already this year, Brendan. 
Yeah. Well, we've talked about Oregon State. And and you can look at like how they fixed fixed in air quotes. But you made DJ Uyunglele into a competent quarterback at the position. Um, well, and think, he's a quarterback. The air coach. of expectation getting thrown in the trash helped out DJ quite a bit. Yeah, I think so. But 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 I mean, they've been good. That like they've been good. They were good last year too. I mean, Oregon State was good last year as well. Um, outside of Utah, Oregon State gave USC the most the most issues, um, mostly defensively. But yeah, if if there's a, a name to keep an eye on. Uh, Brian Lindgren, the uh, OC at, at Oregon State's uh, one to keep in your back pocket. So we're dancing, we've danced around a little bit, but should we talk about either top 20 or college football playoff rankings or? Yeah, let's do yeah, ours. Let's get there. Just, just remember to get on over to homefieldapparel.com. And again, maybe keep it in, keep your powder dry for uh, two weeks to see what goes on with these Black Friday sales. Yeah, Jude's gonna need it because he's gonna owe me that Iowa. Uh, <laughs> so. I may, I may, I may. Brendan, are you size large? Because I may pre-buy yours, and if it doesn't work out, I just keep it. Yeah, I'm, I'm size large, <laughs> except hoodies. Hoodies are Maxell, but um, my wife will be like, "You're such a degenerate. You literally didn't even have to pay off the bet yet, but you just bought it just in case." You gotta get it at a good price. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's what there I'm used to be. There used to be a Twitter group on on Twitter uh, where like when we were doing the uh, big new Saturdays for traits, yeah. like people were, were on there at a, like, Hey, I didn't want this, but do you got the, like, anybody got this? I'll trade for. Yeah. So, That's good. Just keep that in mind. All right. Let's get on over to the OFD top 20. Uh, just unfortunate news tonight. Uh, our good friend, Greg got a little under the weather. And said, uh, quote, fuck this shit. I'm going to bed, unquote. I, that, that may not be an accurate quote, but it's it's accurate enough. I think he said, uh, vindicate me. Brendan, you know what to do. I, well, I know what to do. I've so said so my truth. You know there what the rant an, is. There will, yeah, there will be an audio uh, backing of, of Greg's picks. Uh, but he did, uh, unlike Jude, get his picks in this week. Wait, yeah, I Jude, did? Unlike Jude, you didn't get yours last in week. last week. I didn't get him in last week. I got him in this week. Oh, this week you did, yes. Right. Yeah, I was just saying, fall. under the weather. Dude, I ran a fucking election the night you guys recorded. What the fuck? Did is you this? just say you rigged an election? You I can't admit that on a podcast. I ran an election. You rigged an election? Like, you rigged an election? Oh, no. Oh, what would right. we do? You, 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 you Dominion voting machine. I just reach out to the public information officer of the New York State Board of Elections tomorrow and tell her what y'all set me up for? Or. Wait until she Chavez paying you, Jude. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm going to <laughs> go ahead. Does somebody want to read the uh, top 20? Yeah, I'll go ahead and read the top 20. This, yeah, you read the top 20. This, this was our cumulative cumulative. Sorry. I got a big old Sean uh, <laughs> rankings between the, the uh, four of us uh, tie for the top. Top of the mountain, which I just don't get this, uh, but it makes sense. Alabama and Georgia tied at number one. Woo! Hold on. I did this. I've done this like every week. It's like a bit now. That was uh, week one. Let's get to week 12. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) 
Yeah, this makes a lot more sense. This makes a lot more sense. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Oregon. Four, Florida State. Five, or tied for five, um, is Alabama and Texas. Makes sense. Uh, Seven, Washington. Eight, Louisville. Nine, Missouri. Ten, those Beavers from Oregon State. Tied for 11 is Arizona and Oklahoma. 13, Kansas State. Wow, why is this... It's moving because people are putting spaces in and I'm fixing the spaces. So I'm, I'm moving, I'm trying to move it before you get, be get to get to there. I apologize. Who are the spaces? spaces? I'm checking all the spaces, but Greg Greg had the spaces, but not to throw our buddy Greg out. He's under the weather. I got, I got Greg. I got Greg's back. So yeah. All right. So so go ahead. Yeah. So now we good. You should be good. Tied for number 11 is Arizona and Oklahoma 13, Kansas state 14, Notre Dame. 15 Iowa, 16 LSU, 17 Michigan, 18 SMU, 19 Ole Miss, and number 20 UNC. Uh, looks like Penn State has been jettisoned. Yeah, uh, so as they should. So Greg does phenomenal work on his um it's my favorite part of the podcast uh mostly i I skip through i don't want to hear myself yeah exactly i just want to hear greg and he just sends it over so let me get to greg's stuff right i don't care about greg's rankings what i care about is greg's ejections let me get to greg's ejections because they are spot on first of all tennessee ejected you're gone. You don't get to lose 36 to seven to Missouri and expect to stay ranked. This Joe Milton offense and in the latest prognostications is that Notre Dame is going to play Tennessee and the rely quest bowl. That would be an absolute dream because their offense with Joe Milton is one of the absolute worst of anybody in the college football playoff top 25. He is abjectly terrible at the position. There's a reason he transferred out of Michigan. Can't win with him. Can't coach him. He's awful. Get out of here, Tennessee. They're gone. So Greg ejected Tennessee. He had, he had Tennessee ranked 12th last week. They're out of here this week. So, so there you go. Um, he had Kansas ranked 14th last week. Kansas, guess what? You're gone. You lost to a four and five Texas tech team. 16 to 13. You don't get to stay ranked when you score 13 points in a 16 to 13 loss. And all 13 of your points came in the fourth quarter. You were losing 13 to nothing going into the fourth quarter. Kansas, you're gone. You're trash. You're fraudulent. That entire conference is fraudulent. The fact that Texas is going to get left out of the college football playoff, despite going probably 12 and one, with a win against Alabama is hilarious because that conference has been and always will be trash. Kansas ejected, gone. The other one, Utah, he had him ranked 17th. I'm afraid that if Utah wanted to stay ranked, they probably should have not picked up the third loss in a 35 to 28 loss to Washington. Uh, you didn't show up in the second half. You were there in the first half. The offense was clicking. They could not have been more pathetic in the second half of that football game if they tried. It was shades of 2013 USC Notre Dame second half sad. Utah ejected, gone. 
And then the last one, he had Penn State ranked 19th. Penn State, all of America, all of America. Fuck you, Jim Harbaugh. Fuck you, John <laughs> Harbaugh. Fuck you, Desmond Howard. Fuck you, Charles Woodson. No one. You are not America's team. You are the antithesis of America's team. Everyone in America was rooting for Penn State to do something, to do anything offensively. And I had to root for James Franklin and Penn State. And we all had to root for James Franklin. I wore a goddamn Penn State t-shirt Saturday. Penn State wrestling shirt. Painful. It was painful. It was the most anemic, awful performance that I've ever seen. That decision to go for it on second uh, to go for this two point conversion at the end of the half. I watched the game. My my wife's uh, aunt and uncle came up. Aunt aunt and uncle came up for the game. They're Penn State fans. You know they they're from Pittsburgh, and we watched the game with Penn State fans, and it was sad to see them watch this game and to watch them go for it, the two-point conversion, and to go for another two-point conversion, and to see the calls that they called up for those two-point conversions, to see whatever sort of nonsense it was where you had two offensive linemen and everybody pushed off to the far side of the field. That was the saddest play call, and James Franklin should be fired and mocked and walked around town with the bell screaming shame. Like Rebecca from from Ted Lasso in Game of Thrones. Penn State, ejected, gone. Greg, I hope I did you justice, but those are your ejections this week. Those are my four ejections as well. I had Tennessee 10, Kansas 20, Utah 19, and Penn State 11 last week and have none of those four in my top 20 this week. I just, like, Penn it's State just, abased themselves in such a manner that is unbecoming of modern society. It just makes no goddamn sense what they're doing. It just does not. I don't understand it. it. Drew Aller is, is a Jag. Like I remember going into the season, people were trying to tell us that Drew Aller was the best. Like I read articles about Drew Aller going into this year, being the best quarterback in the big 10. He's not even one of the six best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Uh, again, they get such a fucking pass. Consistently get a pass, and I just do not understand it. Because like, James Franklin won at Vanderbilt. Such a pass. It's the big two little to do with James Madison. I know you guys rank them, but I just like this this bums me out that the NCAA is not gonna let them play postseason. <laughs> I, I ranked them only because Michigan's I didn't rank Michigan. I didn't want to rank them. I mean, they didn't play very well. All right. And like, they're I didn't, they're not they're know though. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, they're not be being anyone good, but like hey, Greg, and, yeah, Greg and I got James Madison and Tulane's same spot, 17, 18. And honestly, I think if James Madison and Tulane squared off, Tulane probably beats them by two touchdowns. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. How good, I mean, Tulane beat a bad old Miss team. I mean, Ole Miss is only well, good Greg because they haven't played it. Below James Madison, so I, I, again, using that—that's questionable, right? I, I'm, if they play on the field, I don't Greg's think we got should. Notre Dame below. Uh, I mean, uh, James Madison and Tulane and Iowa and Iowa. I have them below Iowa. I mean, Notre Dame beats Iowa, but I, I'm only giving Iowa the benefit of the doubt, mostly because I'm just salty at Notre Dame. Like for me, I'm just so I didn't even want to rank Notre Dame the last two weeks. Just because I'm salty at the Clemson loss. I have Iowa 11 and Notre Dame 12. 
That's they can cool. square off on the field. That Notre Dame versus the Notre future Dame Big Ten champions. Iowa. Notre Dame would beat Iowa by two scores. I I believe that game would be thirteen to six. Absolutely not. Absolutely thirteen to six. No, Iowa's not scoring six points. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're deep, they're no, they will. They will, they would score a defensive touchdown. I I think Iowa's defense is okay, and it's propped up by the fact they haven't played anybody. All right, so I'm I'm taking a lot of shit, and I think rightfully so about this whole Michigan thing. But don't you don't could can we agree that Michigan beating Ohio State is objectively a better narrative than Michigan losing to Ohio State? No, I think Michigan losing to Ohio State's hilarious. No. No, the better narrative is that the fucking villain fucking gets put in the fucking ground where they belong. I think this ha- I think Hans Gruber, is, I think Hans Gruber needs to head outside of Nakamura Tower at the very top. I think that's what needs to happen. Have you seen Hans that Gruber. advent? Have you seen that advent calendar? Oh, I have. It's delightful. Yeah, that is so awesome. That is that is fantastic. I th- I you don't think, think Hans you don't Gruber think it, it's it. it's it's fun to have like competing races to uh, judges that are Michigan grads to try to get Jim Harbaugh reinstated. Well, people are trying to block Michigan from even participating in the college football playoff. And I think that that's fun, but I think that it's fun until Michigan. I think it's fun only if Michigan ends up losing. I think it's the most fun if Michigan does if all Michigan of this shit. Losing, what are we What are we arguing about? Whether or not Jim Harbaugh can coach the the uh, or what the New Year's Six Bowl? But that's why it's that's why it's hilarious. Is I want them to lose and they go to the Orange Bowl or whatever the fuck, and Jim Harbaugh ends up going to the Bears in the off season in Santa Ono in his like that tweet that he put out. Here's Santa Ono's tweet. Countless members of the University of Michigan family have reached out to me over the weekend, and I wanted to express my appreciation. Like any other community, we face our share of challenges and adversity. There have been so many moments in our history, but our team has showed so clearly yesterday we will respond to any challenge head on with a conviction to do better and emerge even stronger. Go blue. Santa, did, was there a school shooting? Was there an active shooter on Michigan's campus? What the fuck is this tweet? What are you talking about? You you had a you you admitted you you in in the letter you sent back to the Big Ten, you did not deny any of the allegations of of cheating, and Sharon Moore is 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 crying in the post game because Jim can't coach, and Santa Ono's out there who's only employed by the way as president because their previous president was kicked out for um uh improper uh how do we put this uh, gently um improper sexual conduct with uh administration in the university of michigan wait a minute oh no i was thinking of ad dave brandon never mind uh, yeah that was dave brandon but the, the previous president right. the only reason santa ono has his job is because the previous president got a little bit frisky with people on his staff like right? uh, our friend matt like our friend matt brown with extra points uh said uh either today or yesterday because Michigan, like, uh, people f- filed uh, FOIAs on whatever the fuck it was, and they got re- to it right away. He's like, oh, I, he, he's like, I'm still waiting on uh, my FOIA request from, like, three scandals ago. 
like three scandals ago. I mean, they're like six right. scandals deep at this point. And Santa's out here talking like, uh, you know, we have uh, – uh, like a like there was an active school like Spartan Strong like when they had a shooter at Michigan State like what is this tweet? Your so, coach got suspended for cheating. Let me ask you a question. After the whole Frozen Five thing happened and they had to vacate wins from the 2012 2013 season, what did we all say? Stop fucking uh, in the NCAA, right? They're yeah, compliance gets you that, nowhere, right? That's, that's cheating in the classroom. This is cheating on the field, dude. I mean, I mean, Notre Dame gets the hammer brought down for cheating in the classroom, and Michigan's actively cheating on the field. But yeah, does not deny it. The whole, out, and they don't even deny it. I love the whole like fucking prove it. I I love it. And this, they did this. prove it. They did. They, they 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 proved it so much that in the Big Ten's twelve-page letter response to Michigan. They said you did not deny the allegations of cheating. And Michigan fans are trying to cope with, well, you can't tie it to Harbaugh. Well, did you use the information that the cheating, <laughs> did you use it? Did your hands go up when you saw CJ Stroud on right, they were, a pass? They were, strut, they were strutting because the FOIA was about uh, expense report, like uh, expense reports. Expense and Connor Stallions didn't file any expense reports for these. So no way. Could this be tied to Harbaugh? Because there's no, because they weren't paying. Like, like Michigan's going to actively, like, make sure that there's legal documentation of the cheating going on. Oh, no, and you saw the football scoop uh, where they were like, "There's four things that could have happened," and like one of them was like, "Yeah, then he just got paid through a Michigan camp, which is a third party." So you just pay him through a third party. That Michigan already pays people through third party services. This man with a 55K salary for a middle-income family isn't footing the bill for, you know, $14,000. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I can't, what are you he doing? He ain't investing. No. I, this is, I mean, not to get too political, but this is like, this is literally like, like the Donald Trumping of America, right? Which is like they're, or the they're Hunter Bidening, where they're, they're, like, they're just the like idea, the idea that Donald Trump has, has once bragged that he could shoot somebody in broad daylight on you know Fifth Avenue, and and people would still say, well, who who loaded the gun, right? Right. Like, yeah. Michigan's oh God, like, yeah. Michigan's just like no. Huh? You would have people say that. Well, I think that's just CGI. Yeah. Or they like, would say like doesn't matter. Michigan Michigan's literally like, man. Eh? He's just like, he's just shooting it yeah, like it right. is. We didn't, deny, we didn't deny anything, but uh come after us, bros. He's right? just he's just shooting it like it is, Jude. I mean it's I mean there's a there's a part of this I, I understand. Who's where the big man? From. Who's and the there, big man? There's a part of this the there's a part of this where Michigan knows they're fucked and they don't care. They're just they're gonna see they're gonna how far out they, for as long. Yeah, they're gonna see how far yeah. they can get with it. They're gonna get the moment that they want. Because honestly, complying or self, whatever, you know, self punishments or whatever, that's all you're doing is you're hurting your, your, your team. Right. So you might as well let it play out because you're going to get, you you hang the, you hang the banner and then the banner will come down and you take it away. That's what Santa's doing. And he's like, Santa's not going to keep his job. Right. At Michigan, he's like, he's only there. Like he, he. He's not a president. He's not an actual president. He's just the guy that took over for the guy that got fired amidst the scandal. Right. Like he's a fanboy. You have a fanboy as your president and and Ward 
manual is out there showing his ass and making a fool of himself. And they're going to have to wipe all of these people clean in the next five years. And they'll get a new president. They're going to new AD and they're going to be sanctioned. And they're going to, you know, have all of these games, uh, you know, stricken from the record books and the results. And they'll probably have sanctions on uh, scholarships and Sharon Moore, if he's the next coach or whatever, I don't know who's going to be the coach when, when Harbaugh goes to the bears or whatever, but it's like, They'll end up cleaning this up in post, but that that's why I'm glad the Big Ten took a a, a measure during the season to try and they did and they did as much as they they could technically could as they could do. Yeah, yeah, they, they couldn't. They can't. I don't think they can do any more than what they did. No, according they, to their bylaws, Harbaugh is the head coach for everything but the 3.5 hours on game days. I mean. He's, which is just really weird, right? And he's not even a good game day coach. So. No, it's just. But good. I mean, it's the they don't need har- do. they don't need Harbaugh to win games. Yeah, but well, yeah. I mean, look at their offensive output under Sharon Moore, and look at their offensive output on Jim Harbaugh. I think it is too <laughs> much for Sharon Moore to manage the offense and the team on game day. Well, especially uh, if maybe he's fucking cry about it. Maybe especially if he cries about it like a bitch, but maybe it bites him against Ohio state. Cause I mean, you will never find in the history of the Ohio state Michigan rivalry post, I don't know, post Trussell, a more motivated Ohio state team. Mm. Mm, fi- when I, is, I'm not, uh, uh, listen, when no, are no, you no, listen, no, 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 no. I'm not making that argument. I'm not making that argument. What I'm saying is, well, I, maybe I am making that argument. You are I because, the, I, because well, no, 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 the fan base. Yes. The team. I don't know the team. You cannot, cause, cause the I don't team, know if that team, I don't know if that team's got killers on it. Like, like they had, they, they might don't not have killers, have had killers but they here's don't what have I'm saying. All they did was win. All we do is win. All they did was win against Michigan and Michigan would get up for this game and Ohio state would just put them in their place. They just like monkey D. Luffy pushing the zombie back into the grave. Right. Right. But what I'm just, saying is, is like the, this big emotional, like getting up for it. That's the fans for sure. Ohio state fans oh. want this. I mean, I talk to them every day. They want this more than anything, but as far as the team goes, I don't, I don't know if Ohio state has, any of those types of killers on their team right now. I don't, if they don't had they any of them, if they had any of them lost two straight and the two straight that you lost is under dispute for cheating. If they had those killers, it is, go- they're going to be the most motivated to win a Michigan game that they have been since the Trussell era, since maybe like, I mean, Ryan Day should probably spend all week going after Desmond Howard, like he did Lou Holtz. Or, or uh, uh, you know, if not but Desmond I, on that spot with, but again, like, I mean, Bond's a clown, but Desmond, like, smiling like a goober. And, like, Desmond, you got to see a doing exactly what Desmond needs to do for his brand. That it, that was so painful was on brand, it was, it was not was even so funny. Brand. Yeah, it was so on brand. Desmond, Desmond couldn't, couldn't, Desmond, Jim Harbaugh, again, Jim Harbaugh could be like covering up murders and rapes and Desmond would be like, allegedly. 
Yeah, he'd be like, "Who's the? We don't know who the big man is. Who right? is like, the big man that these if contributions? Larry, if Larry Nasser had happened in Michigan to. instead of Michigan State, like Desmond would have been like, "I think we got to well, wait." It did in a way. Well, it did. It did. It did. And I mean, to some degree. Yeah. In a worse degree, it was a four hundred and ninety million dollar settlement for. It was a half billion dollar settlement for Dr. Robert Anderson. And who was second. dead? Who he couldn't fa- who couldn't face trial like Nasser? Yeah. yeah. And and not only that, but like Bo Schembeck would like beat his child that wasn't and and you had the fans out there like, well, that wasn't the biolo- that wasn't the racist biological son of Shemmy Schembechler, who by the way, Jim Harbaugh hired an actual Nazi. Uh, not the not the recent wave of, of Nazis uh, we see from the left now, but like the old the right Nazi, like the the you know, the horseshoe theory. Uh, Shemmy Schembechler was it was an awful person. He hired him. But yeah, it just they had it. They had it. They had Dr. Robert Anderson. And you know what? It speaks to the blue wall that we all know the name Larry Nasser, but nobody knows the name Dr. Robert Anderson. Mm. Like Dr. Robert Anderson was was molested. Well, we know we know Nasser's name. Well, it's also because he went under trial. Like if, right. if Anderson would have had to go to trial, then then it would that, be I, I don't really put that on the blue wall. Although I no, do definitely I do acknowledge is, his existence for uh, sure. The fact the fact that you don't know his name is the existence of the blue wall because it wasn't a story, despite the fact that he was molesting players throughout the seventies, eighties, and nineties. And the blue wall covered for him. Just like they did with Brendan Gibbons, just like they've done with every scandal Michigan's ever had. I don't believe yeah, Angelique's covering anybody. I mean, maybe not. But as incurious journalists from the Detroit and Michigan media that allowed Dr. Robert Anderson to prey on you young men. People that went to Michigan and now report on Michigan? Uh, yes, because it is a, uh, a Venn diagram that is just a complete circle because everybody who covers Michigan went to Michigan. That except is, for Angelique, Except right? for Angelique Chingales, who went to Cincinnati. She's the only one. But every other one, right up and down the list. And she's all good. Of them went to Michigan. He's very good. Yeah. Okay. So there's our top 20. Game picks. Let's get to them. Yeah. Uh, Josh, how'd you do last week? We talked. Uh, about what did I, did I do? Uh, 500. You're 500. Yeah. 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 So no slide. Still no slide. I would. I mean, I would imagine 500 is a slide. It's below the. I think we're all 500, right? Didn't we all? No. Do? No. Uh, did we all go 500? We all. I thought, Bre- I thought Brendan got one up on me on that one, didn't? He? Oh, you did. Uh, did I get one up on you? Oh uh, no, nope. both both of us went um, uh, three and two. Only no. Jude was on the three and three. The, the sh- three and three. Three three. Three and three. Um. All right, so the first game. This is weird because it's not a pick'em. I don't understand when the line goes to po- minus point five because isn't that a pick'em? You can't win by doesn't minus point five. What the fuck is that? Minus point five. Miami at home. Literally oh. never seen a line that said minus point five. Right, I've never seen it either. That was on. That's from DraftKings. They did. They did a point five. Point five. Minus point five. What would be the point against picking minus 0.5 versus pick them? There's no ties. There is no ties. Yeah, that's weird, right? Um, Miami. Half point favorite over Lowell. Oh, right. 
Right now, it's one point on DraftKings. Did well, it pop up? Sense. Yeah, it's one point. We'll do it that makes one. One more sense. Um, Miami, one point. Uh, yeah, Miami. My, uh, Miami's giving up a point. This morning was point is point five. Now it's up to a point. Hey, look at that. Um, is anybody? Wow. Leaving, is anybody? Miami's fucking Miami? favorite here. Yeah, Louisville's got injuries. I mean, I, and I know that Louisville had a kind of a shit showing against Virginia. And they have injuries. Who's hurt? Um, it's, uh, that defensive end that was tough as balls. Is he, is he the one that's out? Uh, Jawar Jordan. He's got a hamstring. Uh, they said Jawar Jordan was going to be off another name. Yeah, he'll too. play. Yeah, he'll play. He was, he was hurt against Virginia, he's, and he went for 95. He seemed fine. He seemed fine. Um, Jamari Thrash also was injured against Virginia. Uh, kind of played. I don't know. I mean, the, I think natural instinct makes me want to just go ahead and take Louisville for sure. Yeah. You were, but, I mean, this is still the same Louisville team that fucking got hit up by Pitt, for God's sakes. They beat Notre Dame. And they did beat Notre Dame. But, I mean, their, only, got, lo- their, their only loss is Pitt. Is That's to Pitt. And he got beat up by Pitt. I mean, it's abjectly hilarious that you lost by 17 points to Pitt. I mean, super weapon Pitt, in a, in a sense. Oh, do you account any of that letdown game against after the Notre Dame win? Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, give me Louisville. Yeah, I'll Miami's Louis- not good. I'll Miami's take Louisville on the point, too. I don't, I don't give this line. No, you're giving up a All point. Right. We didn't bet any money last week. I'm getting a point, right? Yeah, you're getting a point. Oh, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting a point. Which giving a point okay. is also hilarious because what? It, why, why isn't that a pick Are you winning by less than a point? No, that, that I don't understand either. I don't either. But whatever. We're all taking Louisville. Uh, we didn't bet any money last week. Bet money this week. Uh, Did we bet on Georgia last week? Uh, I didn't have Jude's pick in in time for, for putting Oh, in. that's right. I'm sorry, guys. You're good. No, it's good. It probably worked out for the best. <laughs> um, Kansas Bowl? Dust Bowl? I don't know. Kansas hosting Kansas State. Kansas is an eight-point favorite. Against Kansas the State. Who? Who's the favorite? Kansas or Kansas State? Kansas. You're getting eight points, man. Yeah, give me yeah, give me the Wildcats. Give me Klein. Optimus Klein's offense here, buddy. I'll take Kansas State and lay the points. Um I'm gonna take oh God. You can't pick Kansas because they I ejected like Greg ejected them because they lost sixteen to thirteen against yeah, uh, Texas Tech. Um, I don't want to take Kansas State. Cause... Then don't. <laughs> uh, eight points is too many points. Give me Kansas State. Damn it. Wait a second here. I think there's, there's a misunderstanding. Kansas State has, is is the points. They're yeah. Laying, they're laying yeah. the points. Getting yeah. the points. Yeah, Kansas is an eight-point favorite. No, no, no. Kansas State is an eight-point favorite. 
Wait, Kansas State's the eight-point favorite? Did I have that wrong? I'm almost positive. Yeah, yeah Kansas State's the eight-point favorite. Right. Oh, then give me Kansas. You know what? Fuck it. I'm still going to roll with Optimus Klein. Yeah, I'm still going Kansas State. I'm laying the points. Yeah. I'm good with that. Eight points is too many points for this game. Um, rivalry game. It really is not. <laughs> uh, fighting Jed Fishes, Greg's favorite team, Greg's favorite coach. One point favorite against Thick Boyless Utah. I'm going to take Utah on the point. <laughs> You're going to take Utah to win this game? I I've been uh, I've been on the Arizona bandwagon for many weeks now. You can go check the picks if you want. I mean, but uh, I think now is the time. To get like, off. like we're, we're the last few weeks of college football, and and things have just been kind of. There's still a lot of undefeateds, one loss, and two lost teams that needs to start getting. And I realize Arizona's got three losses, but I just feel like things are going too chalky. And it's about to get fucked up. Um, I had Arizona in my top 20 this this week. I like them. Uh, I'll take Arizona. Oh, I'm going to take Arizona as well. I'll, I'll, lay the, um, I'll lay the point. Although I don't, I really don't understand what laying the one point really does. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why you wouldn't just take the money line. Right. Um, although the on DraftKings, the money line and the one point are the same exact number. Minus 110? Minus yeah. 108. Oh, 108. Oh. Oh, I would like to get on that. Normally, shit. Normally, it's uh, just the minus one ton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me, give me Arizona. I don't. I don't trust the pig farmer in Utah outside of their home stadium, and I. It's an anemic offense. So give me, give me uh, the fighting Jed fishes. Um, Tennessee's ranked still. I don't get it. But they are hosting Georgia and are a ten-point underdog at home. There isn't enough points. There's not <laughs> enough Bulldogs. points in this world. I think Joe Milton is hot trash. I want. It's to, not, I want every has, part. For me, it's not even about Tennessee at all. It's about. I think Georgia has just Run it into ascended. Form. Like Carson, I I just think that they they are. It took a while to get there. For, for us to get a clear cut number one, at least in my eyes. And I think Georgia is a clear cut number one team in the country. I think, yeah, I think that, that like we were watching, we were um, the TMs who were talking about it, like while we were watching the uh, Georgia game last week. And I think that Carson Beck has hit that level. Yeah, like he's, he has ascended. He's ascended to to okay. Georgia has a legitimate, legitimate quarterback. Which you can say whatever you want about Stetson Bennett. He I mean he was very good. But I think that Carson Beck the 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 hope was for them is that Carson Beck could unlock Georgia to the the next level of what they could be. And I think that he's finally hit that point, which you know, I juxtaposed him uh, against you know, Kyle McCord. Where like the the reason people don't hear about Carson Beck more is because he's he's not a handsome man. 
No, he's he's not a handsome man at all. And, even like, in the slightest. If he if he looked like Aaron Murray, you'd hear about him a lot more. I mean, he looks like a serial rapist, right? We can say that. Can we say that? I don't know if we can say that, but we did. Well, I just did say and, it. And <laughs> he looks he's like just, he's strung just, out on meth. As, as long as, as follow the Desmond rule, as long as you put the word allegedly in front of it, you can allegedly. say whatever Allegedly. No, I mean, he said looks like. It looks like, yeah. I so mean, you, he, you, you don't have to say allegedly. You just think he looks like a serial rapist. <laughs> if I say he allegedly looks like a serial rapist, that, uh, that, that's that too much. That doesn't make a lot of sense. You're right. You're right. Right. Uh, by the way, I, I didn't mean to. I just wanted you guys to finish your thought. I'm George all the way, too, in this one. Let's make up for last week. It's It seems like a like a, as sure a bet as I've ever seen. Right. Which means something, something, something. I, ju- I just no, don't see how Tennessee is able to score. Not in this game. Score. Not in this game. I don't, I don't see how Tennessee is able to, to keep within, like, if the line was seven, if the line was sixteen and a half, I would take it because like, I think I think Georgia wins this game by seventeen at a minimum. Um, here's a fun line: Clemson hosting North Carolina, and they are a six and a half point favorite. They're a touchdown favorite against North Carolina, ranked North Carolina. That makes no sense to me. This that is this was, is easy. That was easy. rounding into form. This is easy call for me. I'll take North Carolina, grab the points. Jeremiah Trotter is a fucking beast. I'm taking I'm taking Clemson. I'm taking Clemson too. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I think I was wrong about Clemson overall in the sense that I underestimated their defense. For sure I underestimated them going into the Notre Dame game. I don't know if I under and I never I I never was big on North Carolina this year anyways. So I mean North Carolina is a team that's lost to Virginia and Georgia Tech. Yeah. I mean I, I like Duke's Mayo. I think he should probably be the number I one like pick Duke's overall. Mayo. Like so let me ask you this. What is North Carolina's best win? Let me give you their wins. South Carolina, Appy State, Minnesota, Pitt, Cuse, Miami. Campbell, Duke, Miami, Duke, Duke was a 47, 45 win. It's still their best win. Their best one. And, and to Miami, 41, 31. Miami might be the best. I mean, Duke, Duke didn't, Duke Duke is not, Duke is not a scoring. Duke is not a scoring machine. Duke, regardless of the overtime, regardless of the overtimes, you're letting them score. Like it's, you're you're the Mac. You're still the Mac Brown, North Carolina, and you always fucking will be. The Have narrative does seen, not change. Let me show you a picture of what the Duke starting quarterback looked like in the game against. Uh, that's well, I saw him when he played against when he's played against Miami. Woo! That's Duke's quarterback against North Carolina. I mean, that he is for 189 yards. No, that that guy looks like he was on Duke's lacrosse team, but got kicked out because of a meth problem. Right? I mean, he he looks like uh, uh, he was the, you know, I was at Speedway in 2007 buying a pack of um, Marble Reds. Don't, don't, no, Mar- say, don't say it. I smoked Marble Reds for years. I smoked, <laughs> I smoked Marble Milds. 
uh, or I, uh, menthol lights. Well, once I got to milds, like Marlboro milds are like they're smokers crack. Like once you get to milds, it makes it like infinitely harder to quit, and you'll never switch another brand. Yeah, milds were milds one hundred. How about Camel lights? Or Salem blend to red blend, milds. I think I went Marlboro blend twenty seven. Oh, lights. Hipster. Lights. No, hipster would have been Parliaments. Would have been Pfunks. Uh, true, true you're right. You're, you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> Mine was, As, was, was hipster adjacent. It was the blend 27 or, uh, or hipsters. Also uh, the Paul malls too. Paul malls. Yeah. Now mind you, I always had a spare pack of Paul malls. I had, it was, when I smoked the 27s, they, it was in a <laughs> soft pack and you flip that first one to a lucky. You know, you flip it. Yeah, but you could you could do that with a hard pack too. You could, but it was only cool in a soft pack. It was only hip. No, then you could tight roll it in your sleeve when you're playing disc golf. All right, <laughs> uh, n- <laughs> next. <laughs> can I just? I'm can I just take? I'm fucking dead right speak? now. Because <laughs> literally, Washington's gonna lose this game. <laughs> yeah, this seems like it seems all of America. <laughs> Is saying that Oregon State is going to win this game. Oregon State, two and a half point underdog against Washington. Oregon State, Jude, might win this football game. I think Oregon State is going to win this football game. But here's the thing with it being two and a half points. What if they don't? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think this game goes to overtime. And I think that when you get a game to overtime between these two teams, and you're giving me two and a half points. I'm going to take the two and a half points all day long. Oregon State's the favorite in this game. Two and a half points. If it goes to overtime, Oregon State might win this game 48 to 46 because Washington State wasn't able to get the two-point conversion in the second overtime. So give me Washington. I might think that Oregon State wins, but if you're giving me two and a half in a game that I think is going to be close, that seems like I want to take the the uh, the points for Washington. Yeah, I'm not worried about overtime. It's going to be Washington winning this game, 36 to 27. Well, yeah. I don't know about that. That's too bad. That's just a shame. I think Oregon State wins, but I don't think it's by more than two. Uh, last game, Notre Dame, Wake Forest. Notre Dame is a 24 and a half point favorite. Look, the only way that Notre Dame covers, and I realize Wake Forest sucks. We've already covered that many Offense times. Sucks. Yeah. But 24 and a half points is a large spread. And Notre Dame's offense is not good. They're just not. But what Notre Dame, when Notre Dame has been scoring a lot of points against teams, a lot of it has to do with what they do defensively, getting short fields, turnovers, defensive scores, special team scores, the whole fucking nine. I think Notre Dame does a lot of that again. Uh, and I think they cover it. I mean, we're probably talking, I, th- I mean, I think they get in the forties this game just because of the short fields they're going to have. So we're talking like 41, 10. You literally just talked yourself into this, didn't you? I don't think Wake Forest scores 10. I don't think Notre Dame scores 41. Yeah, 41 is a lot of points, dude. A lot of points. How many points did they score against Pitt? 
But could could I see this being 5.10? I could see this being 35.10. Yeah, I could see it being 35.10. I don't know about 10. And that's I, a cover. That is a cover. We got mm. you. Oh, what games are we betting so far this week? Just Georgia? No, it's Georgia. Uh, Louisville, Louisville, and Georgia. Okay. Triple play, Jude. Yeah, what the hell? I mean, I'm not going to come back and win this season anyway, so might as well uh, have some fun betting Notre Dame. Um, it's really been a season to forget for me. I've been try. I've been. I got into an argument with a guy on Facebook about that. He went off calling an article I wrote about. It was at a very, was very utility type post, and one line in there said how big a disappointment the season's been because it has been right from expectations. Trash article, stupid post. To say that, go ahead and say that to a player that the season's been disappointing. And I normally don't engage, but I'm like, you think any of these fucking players don't think? are happy with the way this season has gone. They're all disappointed. It is disappointing. Like it's fucking truth is just truth. Not, you know, what's your news with rainbows and sunshine? Go somewhere else. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous to think that this season has not been disappointing. So in 2020, Jude won the picks. 2021. Jude won the picks. <laughs> 2022, I won the picks. Jude finished in second. This year, Josh is ahead. Yeah, we kept we kept waiting for Josh's second half fade, and here we are in the 12th week of the season, and we haven't gotten it yet. I keep telling you guys, the fade's not happening. The, like, week six was a bad week, but everybody had a bad week that week. Everybody had a bad week. Well, not everybody. You had a good week. Week six? Yeah. It's three and three. Yeah, I had only two and two had one. You haven't had the bad week yet. I've been solid. It's been a solid year. Yeah. I mean, you're 46 and 27. I'm 40 and 33. So uh, Was I supposed to give a final score prediction? Let me just go with uh, third. Let's see. What? No, I got to put in a field goal. I got to follow my own advice. Uh, <laughs> 30, 38 sounds like a lot. So 31. 34? 31.7? Does that give me where I need to be? 31.6. Nope. 31.6. 31.6 gets you where you need to be. All right, 31.6. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to say 31 to 6. Or 34 to 6. <laughs> Brendan's like, I've got a completely new idea. Let's take 31 to 6. Well, I mean, I I, I mean, I said it in my, 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 uh, no, no, no. I, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Well, I, like, I don't so see I, them scoring 40. I predicted 41 10, and I believe Notre Dame won't kick, won't make a field goal. It'll just be Marcus Freeman trying to chase points because they go down 10 nothing early. If they go down and make a dumb early, it's not going to be another name win. I don't know, I'm just just trying to have fun with fantasy. 
I I what about a miss what about a mix PAT? Could be, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm a, uh, these last two games, it's just like I don't want to say I don't care, but it's just like there is no juice in these bones for these final two weeks. I'll tell you that much right now. No, because they're not playing for anything real. That's why I'm not opposed the to the Legends Trophy Angeli- on the that's Pac-12 why network. I'm that's why I'm not opposed to Angeli getting some sna- some snaps in uh, uh, practice in a sixty forty. I'm 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 not mad at it. Like I'm I'm all about I'm all about the double digit goal, double digit win goal. That's important. It's a it's a phenomenal social construct. I like. And it. if you and if you get a, if you get those ten wins. There's still a path to a top ten finish. It is. It is like probably four or five percent. It's probably about. It's not as fifteen. You know what? You know what? It's not as small. It's not as small as it looks like right now. But it'll. I start. think it's higher than fifteen. Look at this. It probably many, is. How many one loss teams are there in the country? I think there's it's four. Just, and people have to remember, it doesn't matter what the committee thinks. It's what the AP does. So just FYI. But I mean, those are the top. Those are the top two goals left. Ten wins, or top three goals. Ten wins, with, which gives you a bowl win. I think and twelve a top is kind of how. I think twelve is sort of their max. Not yeah, playing in the yeah, year. But they'll probably ten wins will probably get them to ten or eleven or twelve or eleven. Yeah. But yeah, a couple just a couple of things have to happen. And then that. once again, we're going to be very upset of like 2019 at Penn State it being ranked above Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, go Sparty. Who, by the way, should be writing a check to Chip Kelly and getting Dante Moore. Do you remember to, to, do you to remember of Dante Moore ended up at, at Michigan State? The day he Martelli's he uh, apple juice to uh East Lansing? Uh, you get Martelli's apple juice. Uh, I mean Brendan and I Brendan and I both predicted this. <laughs> Last yeah, this year. this has been my thing. It's like I've always said that Dante Moore was going to end up at Sparty. Yeah, you were very consistent in that. And don't you think that Chip Kelly would be a good hire for Michigan State? Oh yeah. I mean, I think that's a great. I would think it would be a great hire for them. I mean, go get the go get the combo, Sparty. Mix it up in that conference, you fuckers. I mean, something has to. <clears throat> Besides the Pac-12 infusion, something else has to fucking give in that conference. It's just so fucking ridiculously boring at the level of nothing changes. I think if you go to Horex, you can probably get some Marcelli uh, apple juice, no problem. Can you get it on Amazon? I mean, Jesus, come on. Yeah, but I mean, I just sent you you a pound of bit of honeys, for God's sakes. I, I I offered one to my my children. They're like, "What is this?" And I was like, "It's uh, it's almond honey taffy." And they're like, "No." And oh, I my kids! Like, oh, I can't keep them. Dylan Dylan crushes them. I'll, I'll see if I can't get the kids. They don't have any fillings because we don't. Want, I mean, here's my thing. They're not that, that bad. I'll, uh, I mean, I've, I've already thrown away like half their Halloween candy. I just yeah. progressively the, throwing more and the more. The caramel away. apple lollipops are the most filling. Uh, yes, they are. Yes. They, they thank will, you, Jude. Will, thank they you. will destroy your fillings. 
I love them so much, but they will destroy caramel you. apple pops. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, those caramel, are caramel apple pops. I'm I got I'm doing the tongue pop on the on the top of my mouth right now, Jude. Just thinking about them. Yeah. Ugh. Is that the thing? I think did we did you the fi- thing. We finished it. Can I do a can I, can I do a last minute shout out before we uh, close this pot out? Yeah, absolutely. Before well, I lament on the fact that every meal that isn't spicy is a wasted meal. But go ahead. Wow. Okay. What uh, do you got left in the tank, Jude? So I, I did reach out. I did offer my playoff like a champion today hoodie. Um, I've got a, a fellow from uh, I think Grand Rapids who's who's taking me up on that, and then. Uh, I just, but I wanted to shout out this, this guy, Sean, who also reached out from, uh, from Rochester. So basically my area, a couple hours that's that in New York, that's close enough. Um, Sean is actually attending his first game. He's been an Irish fan for, uh, more than 20 years and he's actually going out this weekend to, uh, to go to the Wake Forest game. It's his first game, um, with, uh, at Notre Dame stadium to watch Notre Dame. So he is, he's hyped. He was excited to tell me about it. I'm excited for him. Um, I've got a second, it's, be gorgeous, it's not just, it's, it's not playoff like a champion, but it's actually going to be perfect for, for Sean. I uh, hope he likes it. So um happy to, uh, to put those in the mail for those guys. But uh, yeah, thanks for reaching out. I mean, both guys were like, you know, were you serious about that? I'm like, I am hundred percent serious about it. Like if I say I'd rather give something to a Notre Dame fan than goodwill, I mean, nothing against goodwill. I I get plenty of goodwill, but you know, for the Notre Dame stuff, like let's give it to fans who can use it still, you know. So, and if they don't like it, they can give it goodwill. Repurpose. Yeah. And it's going to be gorgeous weather. Like the weather report I did uh, Tuesday night is inaccurate now because it's now it's we're I think we're now we're talking about a high of mid 60s and sunny, uh, but decent amount of wind. But yeah, I, I messed your, that up for senior day. Uh, that's good. Christian, the guy who reached out to me for the playoff, like a champion today, he lives in three rivers, Michigan, but uh, the other, oh, the, oh. Uh, yeah, the guy, three that, rivers. the guy that Sean's like meeting up with is from Grand Rapids. So Sean's got a buddy in Grand Rapids. That's where I got Grand Rapids from. So branch County. Oh, my, dad, oh, my dad was born in Grand Rapids. That's cool. And I drive by three rivers every time I go to Holland. I think. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I look and when I look up uh, uh, marijuana dispensaries, I think Three Rivers is the only one like <laughs> within a certain certain amount of area too, as well. We did not talk about we did not talk about marijuana dispensaries, but Christian seems like a good dude too. So, well, you, you guys are used to it. You guys don't need to talk about it. I'm fresh. I'm fresh to this game. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome, dude. I'm glad. Uh, Christian's you're looking Christian out on us. Christian also said his wife steals all of his hoodies. And I said, welcome to club fam. Like that's just, my that's, wife. that's why, that's why we buy home field because we want our wives to be comfortable and we don't want them to steal our shit. So, and if you don't hey, buy home field, you buy home field for yourself and you don't buy home field for your wife, then she's just going to steal your home field. So might as well just buy a home field for her. Speaking of my wife, the, my but, but, which isn't my wife. Did Ooh. you see, uh, did you see the koozies at Pat's bachelor party? Yes, that was great. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Tell the phenomenal tell about that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the one foot down logo, but it says say one foot down. It says Pat Rick on it. And it is fantastic. I mean, it's just and it's on a koozie. Right. But it didn't it's say one foot down, right? 
No, it said Pat Rick. No, it said what? Oh, what was the joke? Oh, what? There was a oh, joke on it. Uh, hold on, I I think I one, screenshotted it. One what? One woman? One woman? Oh uh, yeah, one bachelor down. One bachelor down. There it is. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Great. You know what? I'm gonna use this as the fucking pot art. He also had um he had one that looked like the hams uh, logo, but it said like yeah. Sullivan or Patrick or something. It was fun. So no, they have an excellent koozie game. And his wife's jumping in the com- or his future wife's jumping in the comments saying like basically I don't abide by your beer choice, but I love you know I love your friends and I love your koozies. So I think he'll get he'll change that mind before too long. No, dude, Katie's smart. She's not going to drink hams. That's fucking bullshit. No, it's not. I mean, it's just, no. it's what. When I ran when I ran into Patrick at the USC game, he was drinking Miller High Life. I can get behind that. I can fuck with that Miller High Life. Well, champagne. it's a champagne of beers. Yeah. Yeah. But hams. How I, can you not? I gave up hams. I gave up piss water and. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, let's not be cruel here. Well, it, am I wrong? Yes. Okay. Brandon? Yes. Hams, piss water, or something you'd actually drink at your age? Uh, no, I'm not buying hams at my yeah, age. Yeah, right, no. right? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm an adult. I have money. Yes, I'm not exactly. buying bottom barrel beer. Like, what What the fuck are you going to Like, yeah, I'm going to buy the cheapest beer on the shelf well, as an look, adult. I was getting harassed by, yes. by Joshua no. here. No. Oh, my God, you guys. Josh, absolutely not. I am. That's, I am no, that's the thing. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I don't need to relive my, my 20s. It's because I am an adult. And I can I'm, drink, almost, I can, I'm almost 40. I'm not going to buy the worst to. beer on the shelf. Worst beer on the shelf? My, that's, Bud Light still exists. It does still exist. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, let's not get carried away here. I mean, him, Bud, not, Bud Light yeah, is yeah. having sex in the canoe. You're fucking too, it's fucking too close to water. <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, in all honesty, I, I mean, I kind of hate those comments about the beer tastes like water. Listen, when you are fucking kicking ass all day long, being a man and fucking doing like, I don't know, like you're you're hunt, you're hunting with a fucking knife and you're on the beach saving lives and playing softball and teaching kids how to ride a four wheeler. You want the natural yeah. lights of the world. You drink the natural lights of the world. You, you, and the, you know, and the Coors lights because you have it all day to consider and you're thirsty. It's hot outside. So drinking 30 of them, that's fine. You're staying hydrated. I mean, it's the Coors light, Miller light, Bud light. These are all like the Gatorades of the beer world. It's fine. No one sits down to drink a Gatorade to enjoy themselves. They drink it because they need it to hydrate. So I drink a Gatorade because I'm not interested in getting drunk. No, I've, I will get drunk, but I'm going to be doing this thing for the next 12 hours. I don't need to get arrested. I can, I can drink, you know, 15 fucking plus beers and still be, I mean, not legally sober, but but sober in front of other people. I can operate machinery. Fifteen beers in. Just saying. I mean, they all, have their, they, they all have their place. They all have their uses. If I'm looking to drink alcohol, I'm looking to get drunk. Right. 
I mean, it just depends on, do I That's, have all day? Yeah. Do I have like, what time am I starting and what time do I have to still stay conscious? Cause I don't have it in me to like be, to be medium flatlined drinking bourbon from eight o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night that I don't have the temp. I don't have the, the demeanor to make sure that shit's even, you know what I mean? Cause sometime, sometime around three o'clock shit's going to hit the fan. And if you don't have the, the ability to nap, yeah, I can see that, but I mean, it's just not how I roll. Right. But I don't roll. Like I'm going to go in this situation and be like, you know what? I'm going to get so fucking fucked up that my, everybody else around me is going to have to make sure I don't die. Not sure. because of alcohol poisoning, because I'm going to go pick a fight with a Coast Guard guy. Yeah, you see them with their 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 puffy orange vests, and you can't help. Well, and, and they have a, you know they have a Napoleon complex because they're in the fucking Coast Guard. They are in the Coast Guard. They got something to prove. It's not that's the real the, armed services. A, yeah. Let me tell you about somebody who got into a fight with a Coast Guard guy. Me. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> it's a, I, can it's see a tough Kevin, fight. I can see you fighting Kevin Costner in that one movie. Most guys do not throw the first punch. Coast Guard guys Tell, do. But I've been trying to teach my kids, my sons, this <laughs> without making them get into a fight. But I don't lose fights because I'm waiting for someone to punch. If you're going to throw down, just start fucking swinging. What's uh, Notre Dame? Coast Guard guys don't wait. Guard. I'll just say that. What's that? What's Notre Dame's record versus the Coast Guard? I don't know that we ever played the Coast Guard, but we definitely played some maritime-based. Uh, oh, 100% they played a Coast Guard. Yeah, out of Michigan. We're out of, uh, out of Chicago, right? Yeah, I, there is a – yeah, 100% Notre Dame has played a Coast Guard. I don't know. You'd have to look at like 19, what, 34 or something like that. I, I mean, I kind of feel like Notre Dame probably has played more games against the Merchant Marines than the Coast Guard. Yeah, I'm really not sure that they've ever played the Coast Guard there, Brent. 100% they've played a Coast Guard. <laughs> everybody's yeah, everybody's I know you saying it, but, but I don't think it's true. Guard. I don't think it's true. Like everything on Google just comes up to Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame versus Coast Guard is just nothing but Navy. Uh, you tell me they've never played a Coast Guard? Not even one time? Not even in the teens? No. Oh, man, I have the. You know what? I have a fucking hold on. Just give me one second here. I know where they played the they played Chicago physicians and surgeons yep. in 1908. 100. Oh, they played hold some really crazy ass teams, but Rose Polytechnic. So, what great, the fuck? Great Lakes Navy. Is that what you're thinking of? Great Lakes Navy. I mean, Great Lakes. What is the Great Lakes Navy? What are the are they are they getting uh, Edmund Fitzgerald? <laughs> All right, you got Bonaventure, Warbosh. I knew this uh this uh, season Harvey. fucking All right. Let's get let, let's get some good names listed off here as we go out the of the Shoot podcast. Brothers. Kalamazoo. Yeah. Harvard Prep. South South Bend High School. Hillsdale. Kalamazoo, Albion, DeSalle. Uh Harney Rush Tech. Medical. Western Reserve. Drake. Wabash was a was a was a program. The listen, the Indiana side, Illinois Cycling Club, Indianapolis Wash, Artillery, Washington Royal, and Jefferson, Great Lakes Navy, Chicago Dental Surgeons. I mean, this is a fucking murderer's row. 
Kalamazoo. Inglewood High School. Goshen High School. Let's just say normal. Did we mention mention the Haskell Indians? Uh, Haskell was a program. Yeah, they're they're Lake, legit. Lake Forest. Uh, Ohio Medical, American Medical, DePaul. Hey, so we we got the uh, the Modern Bell, and they replayed both Wabash and DePaul. But we played oh. them in the same. Hold on. Played a team called Washington, Missouri. We, Notre Dame is the legitimate owners of the Modern Bell. We beat DePaul and Wabash in the same season. And so, therefore, that bell is ours. <laughs> Someone let Tyler James know that. And uh, Pete Sampson, right? They played Pacific in 1940. Bennett Medical College. Yeah, I don't think we ever played Coast Guard there, buddy. They didn't play oh. a single time the Coast Guard? They played Iowa Coast pre-flight Island? in 1942. Now, this is a pre-flight, yeah. Great, the Great Lakes Navy again in 42. And 43. I mean, it's just. I didn't realize we played Western Michigan in 1919. Uh, No, it's just Kalamazoo. (laughs) No, that was Western Michigan in 1919. They played Kalamazoo and Western Michigan? Yes. What year? Uh, We beat Kalamazoo. We beat Kalamazoo 14 nothing, and we beat Western Michigan 53 nothing. They beat a team called Knox. They also played Morningside that year. Who's Morningside? I don't know. They played North Divisional High School. That's a fun one. Bennett Medical, American Medical. They played Toledo Athletic Association, Ohio Medical. Man, that I Michigan think Great Lakes is. Gonna, I think Great Lakes is probably as close as to the Coast Guard as we're going to get. Yeah. Uh, what about Lake Forest? I think that's a high school. That's not good. Isn't that where Tommy Reese went? <laughs> yeah. Lake Forest you University. No, you Lake Forest University. It was a university, man. Oh, okay. They played the South Bend Athletic Association to a 0-0 tie. I, mean, I feel like they stopped school. playing high schools in the 20s. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see. They, South Bend Howard Park Club. They played Goshen High School in in the year 1900. Yeah, I think I think Great Lakes is about as close we're going to get. Or, I mean, Iowa pre-flight. What about Indianapolis Light Artillery or the Illinois Cycling Club? I think all of those that you just mentioned are definitely – should be on the t- on the uh, on the table for home field to do. Can you imagine the Iowa pre-flight gear you could get? Oh, it'd be so good. They'd bring it back. Run it back. <laughs> Run it back. All right, that's it for the uh, for the show. Um, so I'm still why I'm still pretty much uncertain about if I will be up there Saturday or not. Um, I guess if I show up, I show up uh, <laughs> and then we'll know things are right in the world. Uh, just reminder, get on over to Apple podcasts, leave that rating, leave a review and a review that you leave. We will read word for word on the next earn five-star podcast. We got to get this dub and probably shouldn't be much of a thing, but Hey, just a quick reminder too, though, senior day, just keep in mind. It's the last time you're going to see quite a few players uh, out there. Some of them are guys that we love. Uh, namely Audrey Estime, 
It's the last time we're going to see him play inside Notre Dame Stadium, without a doubt. So just soak it up a little bit, because uh, that is definitely a, a gem that uh, you did, we just don't get someone that awesome. So anyways, for Jude, for Brennan, for everybody over at One Foot Down, thanks for listening. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>